this week on Invasion of the Podcast, we finally get the Cyber Olympics in 2016. We talk all things WrestleMania and have a fatal four-way of knowledge. <laughs> and we put the Invasion of the Podcast title belt on the line. We bring you this special radio television broadcast in order to give you the very latest information on an amazing phenomenon. The arrival of a spaceship. Just a minute, ladies and gentlemen, I think something is happening. Flying saucers have invaded our planet. People of Earth, attention. It's the invasion of the podcast. The whole world is under attack. Can it survive? And welcome to Evasion the Podcast, where we're taking over the world one listener at a time. I don't have nicknames for us this week because I have intro musics for us this week. So I'm going to start with our guests because I think that's important. So we have uh, we have uh, Tim Novak here, uh, who is a longtime listener, fan, friend of Joe for years and years and years. I don't know how he puts up with it, but that's cool. Um, <laughs> and uh, thank you, Tim, for being on the show. He's also the the headmaster of the Midwest Best Grooming Company. So if you guys have any beard-related issues, you talk to him, and he could whip it into shape. So thank you for being on the show, Tim. Thank you for inviting me. All right, and here's your theme. I feel like we should have made up some fake weigh-in stats and, like, achievements. <laughs> yeah. Bret Hart, the best Bret wrestler Hart. ever. Yeah. So Hailing from Avon, Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I had the whole intros for all those. We're not going to play three minutes worth of uh, <laughs> um, that'd be a lot. Uh, so then we also have uh, returning guest uh, Kevin Hornsby of Radio Violenta with us. Thank you for being on the show again. Hey, thanks for having me on. And Very excited to talk some wrestling tonight. Yes, and I have I have your theme. So here it is. Oh no. <laughs> Was I that bad of a guest last time? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, John Cena. I, I don't know. I just think it would be funny. I was just like, what could be the best one that get Kevin just annoyed? Like, really? That's the one you're picking? Because <laughs> I have an AJ Styles button here, but I didn't press that one. <laughs> oh, man. Te- technically, we can't see him. I mean, That's true. That's, yeah. He's via that is, yeah, he is via Skype, so we can't see him. So John Cena is a little appropriate. All right, I'll oh, make up for yeah. it here real quick. There we go. Some AJ Styles. Right. That's more like <laughs> it. I'm <laughs> to that. So Kevin's wearing his gloves. He's holding them up. Like whatever, <laughs> you know, like I, I think it's interesting that AJ Styles does that, but it's like like every professional sports guy has like those those gloves they hold up. That make Sometimes it I'm out. not sure what it is. I, yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure either. He, he can't see what it's doing. No, he's his, got them wrong. Yeah. His color palette's all over the place, too. It's really weird. Yeah. It's like, oh, you have a bright blue, and then I don't know what's going on there. So, all right. I and then want to buy him, though. <laughs> then so so we got, we got Joe here. So I guess Joe doesn't need any other introduction other than his theme music. I'm a nice man. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? <laughs> I like how I was like, oh, yeah, I know what theme music I want. He's like, oh, I got theme music for you. Like, <laughs> You're never allowed to pick your own. Yeah. yeah. And so well, I did pick my own. So I, I am Paul. And here, yeah, Paul picked here, Here's own. my wrestling music. You guys got to deal with it. <laughs> I'm a new I, wrestling guy. I'm just going to run around the ring in like these little, short little bits and be chased by 
British police officers and, and women, you know, but I figured that would be, I, no one would take me seriously anyway as a wrestler, so I figured the Benny Hill music would be my <laughs> intro. So, all right, so that, that got that out of the way. A lot more wrestling stuff coming up. Let's, let's just get to some news, and then we'll get into all the wrestling stuff. everyone all right so joe you said you had some news about some uh some scary um scary things happen in 2016 scary slash hopeful i, I don't know yeah it is kind of, you're right it is kind of scary slash hopeful um so the first cyborg olympics will pl- take place this october um it basically what it's going to do is uh it's going to be an olympic event revolving around people that have prosthetic limbs uh arms legs things like that um and they're going to have different do you think oscar pastronis is going to be part of that do you think they'll let him out of jail to come to the <laughs> cyborg olympics um possibly <laughs> but uh the um uh, the events are going to be kind of like interesting because it's not going to be things like the high jump or like the forty meter, but it's. I mean, they're going to be, they're going to be simple, simple enough events that like because there's people that have like prosthetic legs that they're going to have to like coordinate like like doing stepping stones, hmm. so that that type of thing, and even like people with like like. Um, uh, assisted arms like the prosthetic arms that like they can can they open jars and things like that so there's going to be like coordination and more so like that i imagine in like probably four years near 2020 we'll have things about you know like car tosses and things like that <laughs> yeah, but bending metal iron right <laughs> only on pay-per-view yeah so i mean it, it, it's pretty cool that like you know that we're going to have like a new type of an olympics that's centered around people who have like you know they're part machine yeah and I, awesome. I i hope it goes in the future i hope it ends up like battle bots where you just have two people enter a ring with different appendages and it gets very thunderdome like, that's that's what i want to see yeah. i just want i just really want thunderdome to happen is really but i want to be i want it to be an inspirational thunderdome like at what point is it going to become like more the company that makes the prosthetic <laughs> than the athlete though that's the thing yeah and there's go- you know there's going to be eventually where they're going to be like how how much machine can we put out there and how little human just to win the competition, you know, yeah. it's just going to be. Well, it's got an eye, like it's using it, an actual human person's <laughs> eye. It has a human pinky. It's perfectly. That's that's a cyborg. We figured yeah, they yeah. could get sponsorships and it's, just cha- train professionally. It's got a pinky. Yeah, that's it. It's, the, it's just a Terminator with a pinky. It's like, oh, that's part human. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there supposed to be a, some sort of mech suit fight too, or something? Yeah, that's right. Between the U.S. and Japan. Oh, yeah. did they What's get that? We that? talked about that last year, didn't we? Uh, something maybe. They're, yeah, they we were, talk about robots often here. We on the do, show. but <laughs> they were trying to get that funded the two different um uh, mech suits did they finally get that to, to go through i think it's supposed to be happening but i mean it could also just be me wanting to watch robot jocks again that should be the lighting of the torch yes <laughs> just just <laughs> watch, yeah. they should just have those bots throw down and that's the lighting of the torch i like it that that would be amazing uh unrelated um i, I have not had a chance to watch this yet but netflix has put out a trailer for the new voltron animated series I think I did watch. It has the lion that. bots in it, so I'm excited yeah. for that. So I want to like. So other things that are inspirational. So anyway, did you have any other news, Joe? Because I have a couple other bits here. Um, no, that was it. That okay. was. And I, 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 it was funny because I think I read that last night at like one in the morning, and I was like, "This is cool. I got to talk about it on the show." Yeah. So um, Batman vs Superman came out this week. Uh, it is world total right now is 420 million. Um, it is still behind what the projected would be, and also like its budget in terms of. Uh, the marketing because there's so much marketing around so it's one of those it's like man of steel where it did okay but not okay enough to where you know warner brothers can declare it like an amazing victory yeah because it actually it cost 50 million more to make than star wars did i i haven't seen it yet i'm i'm getting around to it 
and for a superhero movie for me to get around to it is is pretty bad but uh <laughs> like i didn't see fantastic four but anyway um i th- i th- and, and the one thing i did notice and i was talking to one of my coworkers who did go and see it is like there seems to be a lot of chatter on the internet not just from people who've seen it or haven't seen it but sponsored content about it where I think Warner Brothers or whoever is reporting on this is basically trying to get a buzz about it. Like, hey, pay attention to this. Look how much it made this weekend. There are a lot of movies that came out, you know, like Marvel movies or even Deadpool, where they didn't talk about it as much as they're talking about Batman Superman because I think they're trying to get its name out there more after the fact. Yeah. And they're like, hey, it's not that bad. <laughs> that, that should be the not, tagline. Not that it's good. Yeah. yeah. Batman versus Superman. It's not that bad. There you go. Like, no, but the reason I bring it up because, well, all, aside from that we found out that Deadpool now is the number one, it's made the most money for an R-rated film. It mm-hmm. passed The Matrix Reloaded, which is hilarious just because it's Deadpool, and I'm glad to see that it's like, you know, still, it's it's taken the number one R-rated and, film spot, and that's ridiculous. And that was a runaway success, too, because what did they get that budgeted at? Like, like almost like $40 million or something? something. Yeah. Around, like, under 50 I know. Which and, seems rare for, like, a comic book movie these days. I feel like a, like, mid-level funded uh, comic book movie never happens that's true yeah it's yeah. true nowadays they give them at least a hundred or something yeah 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 i think the r rating probably like cut the budget down but then surprise yeah it was a, it was a fun movie though i actually saw that unlike <laughs> all the other comic book movies i enjoyed it thoroughly <laughs> see there we go we've all so all of us have seen deadpool only one of us has seen batman versus superman <laughs> um I, I saw it opening night because my one buddy at work he told me he's like you're so negative about this thing he's like let's just go and i'm like okay because he was moderately hopeful so i'm like i'd rather go see in the theater with somebody as opposed to by myself and just not be happy the entire time it, it's not like really it's not um it's not that bad it's not good but it's not that bad right. what bummed me out though was the the very last trailer they played before the movie started was for suicide squad mm. and that looks a lot more fun than batman superman i will I'm probably like, go see suicide squad like opening night yeah batman vs superman no and like you know what's funny is uh I, there was a promo for like some company was doing a promo for free tickets and my one of my friends texted me, texted me, and they're like, "Did you see this?" I was like, "Yeah, I saw it." <laughs> <laughs> and it was only for like opening night or something like that, or like that weekend. I was like, "I'm gonna hold off. I'm gonna wait till some more reviews come in, and I'm gonna just get like a little vibe for it." So, um, even if it is free, I don't want to. So fallout from this though, one uh, Hans Zimmer said he's done doing scoring for superhero films. I saw that. Yeah, like what kind of statement is that? Where it's like. <laughs> Well, I'm just I'm, I'll still score films, but not superhero movies. It's like fine, don't don't do that. But you specifically say that you're separating yourselves from all things going forward. That's that sounds kind of like a dick move. I feel like a lot of the the generation, like the, his, like Zimmer's generation, like Spielbergish, like like people in Hollywood, mm-hmm. like that upper echelon that's been there for a while. I feel like they're starting to get kind of sick of superhero movies. You know, because even Spielberg himself has said, it's just a phase. It's going to go away like Westerns. And I bet you that's something that's kind of like gotten under Zimmer's skin is like he's just like, you know what? I'm done making music for superheroes because, you know, frankly. I don't understand why scoring for a superhero movie is any different than scoring for any other theatrical release, though. I don't either, but maybe he's trying to take a stand against. I don't know. Maybe he's. I'm sorry. When did Westerns go away? <laughs> I mean, they're still around. Yeah, but they're, not, they're still good. But they're not the marquee. Like there was a time there where like westerns were, were out often. You know, yeah, and they would churn out a lot of westerns, and, and even in the nineties, well, they they, rush of- they way glamorized westerns because the actual Wild West period was so short compared to the the time that it was in Hollywood. Yeah, like they yeah. they burned well, through some. When was movies. the last? I mean, I, not that I I don't consider the Reverend a western because it's more of like a 
man versus bear versus wild versus everything the, movie. Um, that's the, so that you have that, but what else came out? That's more like a Western well, we're seeing a revival yeah. right now. I mean, we yeah. got, uh, the Django eight came out this year. Yeah. Um, and Django my favorite, that, yeah. um, bone Tomahawk was, amazing. I need to see that. I need yeah, to see bone bone Tomahawk. I, I have not watched bone Tomahawk yet, but I have it and I have, I'm like sitting there. I keep forgetting to watch it, but you're right. Cl- like they, Clint Eastwood's son was also in one. I forget the name of it. I heard it was kind of bad, but I mean, there's like tons of westerns coming out, but and yet a few dollars more. That's like he's just going to be the son with no name. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I would love for like westerns to kick back in and be a normal staple because we have so many genres of movies nowadays. I don't well, see that's why true. I mean, that Hateful Eight. I mean, it was a big deal, and I, I I think it was a big deal because Tarantino when he latches on to like a, a, nit, a genre niche like he makes it like he makes it an event yeah i mean in django too the same like that was also a lot of fun but that was what two years between those two and how many other like i'm thinking mainstream like big release westerns not that that's like you have to dictate what happens but i don't see that as much as there there was a time for that though where it's billed and like pushed out to the public like check out this new blockbuster and it's a western yeah I mean, yeah like other than like the lone ranger <laughs> Well, that that technically was a western. That's that technically true. Was a western. <laughs> yeah. What about was it Aliens and Cowboys or Oh yeah, oh, Cowboys were Cowboys Cowboys Aliens. Aliens. Yeah. That was technically a western. That's it's true. A sci-fi western, but <laughs> a good one. It, yeah, it was I, better. I better I than Wild Wild West. I'm super <laughs> excited. Ty West, the House of the Devil director, yeah, is doing one called In the Valley of Violence. Oh, I read a I read um some stuff about that. Like he Oh man. It sounds I really can't good. wait for that. Yeah. That sounds interesting just along with It's got Ethan Hawke um Tessa Formiga, um, John Travolta, like it, it looks incredible. I can't wait. Well, so then we've proven that Westerns aren't dead. So there we go. I didn't, yeah. I like Westerns. I was just so trying did, to say I'm out yeah. of touch, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, uh, the other fallout from Batman Superman, other than Westerns are still relevant is that, um, the, with Hans Zimmer saying he's done with, uh, superhero films. Also there, there's been two petitions out there to get Zack Snyder out of, making movies mm. and it's like they're not very wait like, movies or superhero well movie? the one is to get him off of justice league and it has like seven thousand signatures on like change.org yeah. and there's another one to get him completely away from the dc expanded universe that has like 1300 signatures so these are just like the really angry dc fans but i like that someone like, took the time to make a petition to be like Zack snyder we want you out of here i like how the justice league movies have less signatures than the entire dc universe yeah <laughs> like, like 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 six thousand extra people are like wait what if he goes somewhere else <laughs> yeah so um i thought that was it was it, it's going to be a very divided movie it's going to be going forward i just if i was a bigger dc fan i would i would be upset that there should have been a better movie yeah. but it wasn't the worst thing but anyway. that's what i was gonna say it can't be that bad like i've been reading these reviews i'm like you guys are blowing this out of proportion i think they are yeah i do too i don't know like i mean there are logic problems in that movie where you're just like why did you just make that decision you're supposed to be the world's greatest detective that's an idiot move but hey, i gotta give a shout out to uh, another podcast uh my dude mars off at trick-or-treat radio posted a great status about the other day he was like we live in a weird time where things have to be either amazing or the worst movie ever yeah like, there's sometimes no things are just okay yeah. that's true yeah and so, i think when when some well i think like batman versus superman because of its hype 
and the marketing and all that crap, like because it was just okay, then it totally failed. There's only one reason I I'm not going to see that movie. I know, and it's it's Ben Affleck. I just don't <laughs> like him, which which is unfortunate because from everything I've read and everyone's told me, about it it's the best. Everybody yeah. right. says that's the best part. I get it. I I I've seen that too, and my friends have told me the same. But just can't do it. I'm right. a fan of the bad Affleck. You know, it's, yeah. I think he's. I'm a, a fan of Ben Affleck. I mean, yeah. I just need to. I need, he needs to make a standalone Batman movie where the bad guy's Matt Damon, and I think that would be the greatest thing ever. <laughs> that would be amazing. Just that would be so what do you much think, fun. Matt, what do you think? Matt Damon is Two Face. I think he'd be sure that would be awesome. Two Face, because then you'd actually feel like oh, these guys were friends and they went to like MIT <laughs> together or something, and now and now something bad happened. <laughs> like give Batman a Boston accent. Like that's what's going to happen eventually. <laughs> Which, both is, Boston which is why I didn't want to go yeah. see it. Gotham just becomes Boston. Boston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway. All, All right. right. So uh, that's I'll uh, rent it. it. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. That's about it. I don't know. Like, uh, but I know you're a big, big Punisher fan, and I know you are going to eventually come onto the Daredevil bandwagon. But you need to watch daredevil completely oh we'll talk Man, about yeah. that in the future i'm sure that season two so good <laughs> no, so, so good so good i was talking to him i was like daredevil's good he's like does it have punisher in it yet and i'm like no he's like i'm i don't care yeah it does now <laughs> i've been trying to savor it i've been trying not to watch yeah. the I was whole trying thing to watch the first season he's like there's no punisher i don't really care about that part it's like well that's the issue i've had like three people text me in the past month like you have to watch daredevil i'm like well I want to watch it, but I just don't want to watch the first season. But I have to watch first season, so it's going to take me forever to get in the mood. I, you know, I think I, I think you'll end up respecting more of the gritty. Like, uh, yeah, I, I'm like, sure I will. Yeah. It's visceral. And it's, and it's also a matter of getting uh, the girlfriend on board too. Because the other night I was like, "You want to start it?" She's like, "No." I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate to that. Where it's like, "Hey, we should watch the show." I guess we're never going to watch the show, are we? And I think the, the that's best... what's going on with Banshee for me as well. Oh, I haven't watched that. Which uh, Banshee? I oh that. man, I love the first couple episodes, and we just have not gotten back to it yet. Yeah, it's fantastic. I, I just can't get like Mary and I. Like I can't get her. Like I will dig into a show, and unless it's like a comedy, I can't get her to watch it, and it kills me because I'll just binge through stuff, and I'll be, and she'll be she'll watch part of it and be like, "That was pretty good." I'm like, "Do you want to watch all of it?" No, it's like it's like, it kills me. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually proud. I got my girlfriend to watch Daredevil season two. She didn't watch season one. We started watching season two, and and I'm proud of her because there's a lot of courtroom stuff, and she's a lawyer, so she'll sit there and just be like, "That's not how it is. That's not how it is." I'm just, just suspend disbelief and watch the TV show. Is her biggest problem like, listen, blind people can't be lawyers. This is complete bullshit. <laughs> well, no, she's sitting there and she's like, "That's not even an actual opening statement. They didn't prove anything." I'm like, "Okay, it's drama. Like that's why they said all that stuff." And apparently, Sorry, it's working. Are you saying I don't have to watch season one? No, you no, do. It's amazing. Yeah, okay. Season well, season one. I think you could get by. I think like some of it would would kind of carry over and but i, don't I just think, think you but you're missing out on there's some really there's really good cinematography episode God. two has a badass hallway fight that's all one take there's so many good fight sequences fights yeah. all about the so fight sequences. Yeah. and then wilson fisk is just uh just it's he's such a uh, was it um uh brad uh not brad duroff what's his name of uh, the actor Vincent D'Onofrio. D'Onofrio, that's it oh d'onofrio kills just a perfect house yeah kills it. perfect does it so but you know but you can just skip I that mean, I i've guess. seen the movie yeah. <laughs> but you I, just said you like Ben Affleck. <laughs> no, no, no. I yeah, right. I haven't seen I haven't seen Daredevil the, the, the movie. I have. That's actually, You've never seen the Daredevil no. movie. There, there was no Daredevil movie. Right yeah, there, you go. So I agree. Yeah, it ruined Ben Affleck for me. 
Oh, well, so I can see that's why you're you're uh, spurned about Batman. Which is weird because Daredevil's just Red Batman, so that's he's true. playing real Batman right. now. Yeah, he, he's just uh, he's not Red Batman. Mm-hmm. He's not whatever. Yeah. So anyway, which is why I expected it to be Daredevil again. <laughs> yeah. So okay, enough about uh, Daredevils and Batmans and Punishers. Um, we should get on to the middle part, which is more about guys fighting each other, but not with capes, maybe. And now for our feature presentation. All right, WrestleMania is coming up this Sunday, and I blame Kevin wholeheartedly. Like, like Joe is my WoW vampire. Kevin's my wrestling vampire, like head vampire. So, like, if if I need to stop watching wrestling, I have to kill Kevin. And that's all. Too. Just like I can't, I have to kill Joe because he got I, me started playing World of Warcraft. So, well, I kind of like. I've always liked watch wrestling when I was a kid, and then like I, you know, I kind of phased in and out of it, even as an adult. Like as I can remember, time and periods when I would watch it, like in the eighties, and I think I missed like the early nineties, and then I fell into the late nineties, and then there was a point when I think like I want to say like mid two thousands where I kind of was just like this is getting kind of bad, and I, but now I'm back into it. <laughs> you know, I think it, I think it's pretty fun. Uh, Paul's wrestling adventure kind of started with this show because. How long have you guys been going? Uh, uh, actually, coming like, up on a year. Yeah, like in yeah. a couple of weeks. Yeah, so That's I think awesome. last year I invited you to the WrestleMania party, and that was uh, most recently your exposure into wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember you guys talking about it on the show. Yeah. That's true, because like, you had, I had us over for WrestleMania, and I had so much fun. Like For me, like I have to, I have to separate it in my mind that, it, it, it's it's the same thing as these comic book movies. It's the same thing as yeah, like, it is. And it really is. It's like it's they like they straight up say like I heard an interview with Kurt Angle on uh, the radio a couple weeks ago because he was being inducted into like the Olympian Hall of Fame or something, and he would he kept he would talk about his Olympic days and then talk about his WWE. Like he would stop saying like competing. He would actually not use that word. He would say when I was out entertaining. Like he was very specific about yeah. when he did wrestling and when he did when he actually did wrestling. And so, like, when they straight up keep saying sports entertainment over and over again, I, I have to accept that. It's just that there's something about the idea that there's two guys in a ring, and you're not supposed to know that there's an outcome already determined. And that's the part that still hangs up. Like, I get hung up on sometimes. But the really good wrestlers make you forget. That's true. If they're telling the story in the ring and not on the microphone, those are my favorites. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, like, I, and so when we were watching WrestleMania at Kevin's place, like, I had so much fun just yelling and just hooting and hollering and making fun of everybody. That's where my, my love affair of Dean Ambrose started. I didn't even know his name. <laughs> I just, it was that intercontinental ladder match, right? Then they had, like, right. him, and then, um, the, as Kevin called it, the, the bag of pop rocks that's known as Stardust that was there. Um, it's <laughs> a good name. Yeah, and then Daniel Bryant, and like, but I just kept seeing Dean Ambrose, and he was like the only guy there wearing, like, a white t shirt. And like jeans or no, it wasn't even a white t-shirt, but it was like he looked like he just wandered in from the crowd and was like, "I'm gonna get that belt." Like it just, <laughs> it's like who let this guy in here? <laughs> Amateur what night. Did, what did you call him? Called him uh, Deadbeat Dead Dad because it felt like it was like so off the rail and went after it. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a whole storyline for Dean Ambrose. Not this whole thing going on with WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, it, the whole thing is like he lost his kids. And he needs to prove to the court that he can get a job. And if he can just win that belt, he can prove to the court that he can keep his kids. It sounds like and an, prove Sharon wrong. Whoever Sharon is, he's going to prove her wrong. It sounds like an '80s movie, like over the top, but the yes, wrestling exactly. version of it. Like, yes. that, that's like exactly. what do you do for a living? I'm the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, so that's what I really like, he gets that belt. He gets his kids like every other weekend. That's the goal, right? So, don't, wor- don't worry, little Jake. We're going to get that title, and then you, yeah. Dean Junior. We're okay, Dean Junior. <laughs> 
Can you make this movie, Paul? I want I want to make this movie. We no, need but... to start logging all the movies we come up with. Like The Expendables 4, where they're janitors in the high school. Yes, I love that. <laughs> we need to start, because we went on a huge tangent about that. Like... But, but, but Kevin invited us over for SummerSlam, and I had so much fun watching that. And then, like, slowly but surely, like, you know, it's just, I've, I've been waiting for, like, the next pay-per-view. And then I ended up signing up for that WWE, like, subscription. And then, uh, yeah, I've been watching that so much. Like, I just, I, I don't know what it is. So... Um, I want to ask you guys, like, what, you know, Kevin and Tim, like, what got you guys into wrestling? What was the first niche, like, when you were just kind of hooked? I know, Tim, I know you've been on it for a long time, but, like, Kevin, what was your first, like, like maybe pay-per-view or first event that you were just like, oh, I love this? Man, that's, that's hard to remember, because I watched it a lot when I was a kid, and, uh, had to have been about high school i stopped watching it and uh just about a year ago i jumped back in fully i was watching tna here and there going to a few live events but i wasn't really too into it um i don't know if there's a point in time i can remember i mean i'm a little bit younger than you guys so i grew up in the attitude era and i really loved degeneration x (laughs) so that was kind of like my big thing when i was uh when i was younger i don't know if there's an exact point i can remember but I, mean, I would say that the Attitude Era was a great era to come in on. I mean, I yeah, think yeah, it was, yeah. it was yeah. for sure. Like Tim, when when did you start really getting into wrestling? Um, I was watching <coughs> Saturday morning cartoons, and wrestling show came on, and they showed Jimmy Superfly Snuka jumping off the cage on the Roddy Roddy Piper, and I was hooked. <laughs> Jimmy Superfly Snuka was my first favorite wrestler, you know. And uh, from there, I've been watching wrestling so long. I I used to believe it was real. That's how long I've been watching wrestling. Like they used to not admit it. That's how long yeah. I've been watching, you know. Um, and it's it's been with me ever since. And and the only time I wander, and I, I still watch, but I don't always appreciate the product. Because there's not somebody that I can really get behind that like doesn't make me like really like their character. Then I'll just kind of keep an eye on it and see, waiting for that next guy, you know. Yeah. Well, what really comes in handy, especially with uh, watching WWE, is uh, DVRs nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Because there's so many matches, you know, you're like, eh, whatever. Just fast forward to the end of the mm-hmm. match. I and agree. Just get on to the next one. Where you used to not be able to do that at all. So if you weren't into it, you'd still have to sit through it. Well, that's the nice thing, too, about the, the WWE app. Like, I'll, I'll keep... <clears throat> oh, yeah. Excuse me. I'm so choked up about it. It's just like, I'm emotional. Um, but it's so <laughs> it's so well done. Like, I mean, regardless of the content, it's like, it's a really solid app. And you it's just, it's so easy to use. So you can just buzz through content. Without a problem, but I know that's not all of wrestling, but that's a lot of it, you know. So I think I think uh, with the digital age and subscription services and content, like you know, speaking of like like HBO Go or um, like Hulu, Netflix, those type of things, I think this is probably one of the the best things to come out of this with like how the WWE is content because like you were telling me, Paul, you were watching like all the Royal Rumbles, yeah, and like <laughs> five years yeah. ago, I couldn't even imagine like trying to find like the old Royal Rumbles and rewatching those, yeah, like yeah. how I would even do that, you know, track it down on like YouTube or some creepy website or or what, but like now you can just you know like oh I want to watch this you know this royal rumble from like you know the 90s like just well the, to give an example like my one one of my buddies from college <clears throat> man i just i'm i apologize i don't know why i'm dying suddenly but um just all this wrestling talk i'm excited <laughs> he's getting um, all worked up <laughs> we did, did, you just yeah. watch, did you watch cops earlier no. yeah yeah that's why i'm all sweaty i know cool. i'm all oiled up as well so. yeah there you go uh one of my friends from college he is huge like um 1980s football and like hockey fan and 
he actually, for the longest time in like the early days of the internet, was part of these message boards where people would trade VHS tapes of different games. Oh, wow. And it was this really complicated process. So like he would be like, hey, do you want to watch a Cleveland Browns Monday Night Football game from like the early 80s? I'm like, sure. And he'd put the tape in, and it was like three generations like behind. So you could see like the, like, the generation where, and it was just Howard Cosell. Just, like, it was really bizarre but he loves that you so have to fix the tracking kind of yeah <laughs> like it was just, it was just funny because like he used to have like just like cases of vhs tapes of old sporting events because wow. that's what he liked and i could see that that would be a, probably there's probably fans out there that has similar thing mm-hmm. but I, I don't i don't want that clutter anymore i just want to click a button and watch it yeah. i used to do that um used to be you couldn't see any japanese wrestling at all and those are the ones where they're doing like barbed wire matches and stuff like that and i used to go out of my way to try to find these tapes order them online and this type of thing um i don't know why i just got really fascinated with it because you can't see it here yeah so yeah. well kevin you got me watch we watched that wrestle kingdom was it it was called wrestle kingdom right the, the, yeah wrestle yeah. kingdom 10 this year yeah that was a lot of fun that was so much fun um but you also have some other oddball wrestling stuff too that makes my skin crawl that, well, uh, I, yeah. I watch a lot of the CZW stuff, which oh. uh, you should see some of the Dean Ambrose stuff on there. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's his background is uh, that stuff. So is that the stuff that you have shown me before or is that other? Because I, I just saw like two guys in a high school gymnasium like tearing each other up. And that's like that makes me feel bad for everybody involved. So yep, I don't know. That was it. <laughs> yeah, you just got to avoid the Terry Funk Sabu match from ECW then too. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, yeah uh, that barbed wire match, match is, is really... Um, they, they literally had to cut them apart. They were tied up together with barbed, barbed wire. wire. Ugh. It's, yeah. It was yeah. bad. There was, like, medical stuff going on. Not medical stuff, but I remember... Was it, ter- was it Sabu? Sabu was kind of applying some type of a tourniquet mid-match while he was getting a neckbreaker done to him. No, he was literally wrapping duct tape around his arm because <laughs> yeah. it had been ripped open. It was, it was, it was hard to watch, but yet you st- it's like a car accident. You're still going to look. look away. Yeah. So... Um, it's like, uh, all right, so I go from being choked up to wanting to throw up. So, uh, uh, so uh, Tim, Kevin, you guys could speak to this more. Um, so, you guys, I mean, obviously, we all know that this is a performance, and but these guys are like, I think the, the physicality is there. It's evident, like that. I'll never discredit that. Like, I, I love, like, I loved like Ray Mysterio, like when his prime because he just would fly all over the place. Like, I loved that kind of kind of ring work. But Tim, you say you always drift off when it comes to sometimes when the creative isn't there. So. What makes what makes good creative for, for a push for wrestling that's compelling for you guys? Because I mean that's that sounds like why you guys come back is for the whole package, not just not just people being each other up. For me, it's um, I mean you have to be able to talk on the microphone a little bit, but to me that's less important. Um, you know what are you doing in the ring? Do I feel like it's real? Do you suspend that reality for me? It's like going to a movie. If everything looks fake, you don't want to see it. You know, so yeah. does it look good? Um, you know, are you are you interesting? Or are you doing the same six moves? You know, like are like, you tell- like a suplex over and over again per, per se? Like, or but if you're going to do that, yeah, you could do like 52 suplexes, but make them different. <laughs> you know, what I mean, don't do the same move over and over again. Like, and it can, it runs the risk of being repetitive. And everybody has their stuff. You know, like they have their trademark moves and that. But what's the filler? You know, like your trademark move should be like the exclamation, the punctuation at the end of a sentence. You know, it the in between, um, making it look real, making it feel real. And then um, the character itself, you know, is somebody I can identify with, good guy or bad guy, it doesn't really matter. Um, that type of stuff is what I look for. Okay. And Kevin, counterpoint. Not really. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I really agree with what Tim said. You've got to be good on the mic. You've got to back it up in the ring. I, I watch a lot of Mexican wrestling, and I really like the high energy 
And uh, WWE's getting some people like that. Like, I really like Sami Zayn or El Generico, if you want to call him that. Um, Kevin Owens even is amazing. Um, AJ Styles has always been great back even to his independent days and everything. And it's just basically I want high energy. I want you good on the mic. Interesting. Um, I don't necessarily need to connect with you because, I mean, watching Lucha Underground and there's a guy who's basically a dragon, like... I don't give a shit. I can't connect to that, but he's amazing, you know? <laughs> in the ring, he gets down, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so, it, I mean, you got to back it up. you got to be interesting in the ring. Well, I think, like, you know, like Brock Lesnar's a good example because, like, you know, they've got Heyman with him to hype him, you know? He, yeah, you need, he you doesn't need someone really, to, to talk. He's, he's nothing without Paul Yeah, Heyman. but, like, when you watch that guy wrestle, he's a monster, and you're just like, he's you're like, whoa, just like, it's like watching a disaster And happen. that's what he's good at. You and know, that's what that's, he's good at, but, yeah, yeah he, that's where you... That's where you enjoy that from. There's not really a connection. He he doesn't have really any mic skills, and that's that's something that's like an example of that. I think. Yeah, if you if you don't have them, they need to put you with somebody who does. You yeah. know, and Paul yeah. Heyman is perfect for Paul, that. Paul Heyman's the best on the mic. Oh, yeah. I would Which, argue. I wish they would bring back more managers. I kind of miss. I, I want managers. I want more managers. I don't need. I don't need Ric Flair being a creeper, just a creeper <laughs> pedo guy. Yeah, like that. That's like. Like I, I respect him in the respect terms of what him, he did, but, but it's like, and if if he comes out with his his daughter, but have him just kind of step away, maybe even have him go to the announce table and just like talk smack the entire time. Right. But like when he does these weird like like distracting feeling up moves, it's like that's like it's very uncomfortable. And plus, I, do they just take like some like hay and just put it to the top of his head and like because his hair doesn't look real anymore it looks very like it's very trump-esque it's very like <laughs> i mean it's he's very, almost 70 years old yeah. so i mean there's that yeah. yeah that's probably part of what it is you know yeah. but he's yeah. probably got it they got to figure out some way to keep his hair golden and, and <laughs> naturey it's, it's, it's <laughs> naturey yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah I, I want more managers i i miss uh i miss like the the what was it um mouth of the south i miss yeah I, you know, I miss all that i miss or building stables like they used to have stables yeah, of guys. Yeah, i miss stables we might see that coming back though with whatever they're going to do hopefully they do some of either bullet club or balor club or whatever they're going to call it within balor and those guys that they brought over from new japan i think they're um, going to call them uh bulletproof that would be cool too That's cool. i like yeah. that too but i hope they do something with that and soon because um there, there needs to be some internal friction amongst the, the, the groups because I've been watching, uh, surprise, surprise, on my WWE Network app that I want to talk about. This show is brought to you by the WWE Network. First <laughs> How much is free. it, Paul? It's nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> well played. Well there done. you go. Because uh, <laughs> they let you know, anytime you're watching a pay-per-view, how much that costs. And only just for nine ninety nine a month, they'll let you know again. It's a crowd chant now. <laughs> <laughs> crowd chants are another um, thing. Yeah. But I've been watching like this. Uh, there's like a 10-hour documentary like one hour episodes of the Monday Night War from the 90s mm, between yeah. uh, Nitro and Monday Night Raw. Those were good. It's narrated by Keith David so I'm like you got me. I'm just going to sit oh. on the couch and melt into the couch. <laughs> it's like it's the same narrator that did all the Ken Burns Civil War stuff so I'm like this is the stakes aren't as high but it feels like it. So, they get great people on there. I uh, I was watching it. the Breaking Ground thing, which is like the behind the scenes on NXT. So good, and uh, they have William Shatner doing the voiceover oh, for no. that. It's it's so great. I don't want to know that because I'll watch that next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, you got to start watching NXT, man. I'm missing it right now to be on here. The oh. best wrestling well, on television. Good thing you have uh, access to an app so you can watch it later. Right, you can just always watch it, like you know, with your wonderful WWE app, and just watch it later. Um, but yeah, I just, I'm sucked in. Like I just, uh, I, I don't know. Like I, I'm sure that, um, that this, this wave will pass. I don't think I, you know, I don't know. Like I'll, I'll be like, okay, I'm done for now, but I've had a lot of fun with it. 
I'm excited. I guess I'm excited for WrestleMania. I had a lot more fun last year because I didn't know anybody. And now going into this year, um, everybody that's into wrestling does not really care about it this time around. And I don't know. I can't really put my finger on why that is. Um, I think that the main event is less compelling. Um, I think you're going to find a lot of people really rooting for Triple H just because they, they love Triple H. I don't know that they put Roman Reigns in the position. They're starting to, though, the, over the last Raw and everything. It's starting to get more exciting. But to me, the main event on that is going to end up being Undertaker versus Shane McMahon just because it's going to well, get the most hype. Explain to me the Roman Reigns problem. Wow. Silence. That's, that, that's probably the best way to fill it. <laughs> well, he's he's boring and has like no move set. I mean, yeah. it's either spear or Superman punch. And the guy is like you were saying, telling a story in the ring. He goes from being down, like half dead, to coming up and performing like the biggest Superman punch of his life. And it's just I don't know. It pisses me off. <laughs> he's, he's got the same problem as The Rock, but The Rock had really worked the microphone, so it was okay. Yeah. He doesn't really have any moves, but if you can make, you know, if you could do one thing really, really well, it's okay. Um, he's still learning, and they got him in the main event again, you know. And there was a time they could have done that, and everyone went crazy because no one was expecting it. But it's very predictable now for him and Triple H to be in the main event. And at some point, you have to surprise people. It's like you know how the story goes already, so why watch it? Best case scenario is he loses. <clears throat> that would, I, I that would see blow that. my mind. I, I could see that, too. You know what I keep waiting for them to do with him is he'll push him because he keeps losing. And that's what happened with The Rock. The Rock they tried to shove The Rock down everybody's throat, and he turned heel, and then he went way over, and then he could do anything he wanted after that. Yeah. So yeah. that could be the heel turn. I feel like they're going to have a big heel turn at Mania. We'll see. At this point, it's predictable because if they do it now, it's going to be to generate interest um, that isn't there. But there are some compelling matches on WrestleMania, though, so I'm still looking forward to it. So, like yeah, Lesnar and Ambrose, I'm looking forward to that just because, like, we were talking about Dean Ambrose wrestling in uh, CZW as John Moxley. Like, he's got the background in those street fights, you know. Um, I just wonder what Lesnar's contract looks like and what he's going to be allowed to do. Um, yeah, you can handle a barbed wire bat, but I'm pretty sure Brock's not going to be okay with that, you know, in, unless he's getting that, a big extra paycheck, you know. Yeah, that's true. But Dean Ambrose can take a hit, so that's what he does. I'm getting hit yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, so, so like match wise, like w- let's like real quick, like some of the matches that they're going to have. Like, what do you? I don't know if they've announced like what's going to be pre-show matches or not. Do you think they're going to yeah. do the, the U.S. Yeah, title? Yeah, there's going to be the uh, Natalia Page. Um, Bree and Alicia, and uh, as of Monday, Eva Marie. The 10-tag Diva I match. don't understand why Eva Marie's in it, but whatever. I know. I was kind of hoping it would have been an awkward way to introduce her in the main roster, but I was hoping Bailey would come up for that. And Eva Marie comes running out. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, and that the, versus Lana, Naomi, Tamina, and Summer. And, and well, uh, say that, Emma's uh, awesome. Brie Bella, That's this is her last match, right? Supposedly, that's the big deal is that she's retiring after this. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So, what do you think's going to happen there? You know, like I don't know. Like, this feels like when people have that big, like, oh, I'm out of here. They usually put them off on a good note. So that would be kind of kind of crappy to be like, hey, your husband, he he can't wrestle anymore. So we gave you some goodwill, and also you're going to lose on your way out. So have fun with that. Good luck. So, um, well, I could see them putting a the title on her than having a tournament. I can well, see them doing it. Aren't they doing the tri- the triple threat title match for the women's? Oh yeah, that is later. Charlotte isn't it? and uh, yeah. Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks, which I'd like to see Becky Lynch get it. Yeah, it's not probably going to happen, but I I would like to see it. Yeah, too. 
I just I like Becky Lynch. I don't know. There's something about my, like uh, my <laughs> thought with that. I think she's Sasha a redhead. That's win, all because yeah. Bailey is coming up. <laughs> So it's just a matter of when. I feel like if Sasha Banks win it, they could have a great stretch of setting up for the Sasha Banks versus Bailey part three. Yeah, at like SummerSlam. Or I something. would like that, to see them pull ba- Bailey into. They've the tore the house down three or four times now, just doing on NXT. Um, I mean, it's the first ever women's main event on any show ever, and it was them, and they they one hundred percent deserve to be in the main event for that. They were fantastic. Yeah, I heard. Yeah. I remember so, what that I read about that, and I was just like, "Wow, that's the first time I've ever heard like that being like the main card, not main card match, but the big match of the night that everybody's talking about." Um, what else? They have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale that will be in the pre-show, and then uh, Dudley Boys versus the Usos. So, so they're doing for, they're doing <laughs> okay, yeah, because they're doing a full hour pre-show, right? Yeah, I, I think it might even be more than that because I heard I heard. WrestleMania is going to be like almost like six hours or something this uh, year. It was when I went. We got there at about four thirty-five o'clock last year, and there was something going on almost the whole time. So, so you nice. went out. You went out to San Francisco and went to the. Oh wow! Yeah, last year I was very sunburnt too. We were on the sunny side of the stadium <laughs> the whole time. The sun was out. Some of those intros didn't seem to work quite right because it was da- still daytime. Yeah, the, yeah. So the light entrance was kind of ruined. Hurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then, it was good though. How how stupid did the the Triple H robot thing look in live? Like, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't feeling it. But I will tell you what I did feel when Rusev rolled out on the tank. I was like, "What's going on?" And I looked. I looked over. There's this huge tank rolling out. I'm like, "Yeah, this is WrestleMania." You yeah, know? this dude's got a tank. You know? I, that's one thing I am excited for the um, the flair and the showmanship of the uh, the stuff they do like that. Like, I, I would like to see if they if Triple H does something for for Lemmy um this year because like you know yeah. for years past he's he's had motorhead there to do his like theme song not last year but in previous years so i think that'd yeah. be kind of cool well, yeah, he'll do something with the skull king for sure no doubt well then and it's happening at um was it the the dallas Cowboys stadium which has like one of the biggest scoreboards and like all of sports mm-hmm. that seems perfect for wrestling like yeah. they're gonna have like they better have some awesome intros but yeah last year we were watching it's just like felt like why is this still daytime it just felt really it was really kind of weird, weird. Was, yeah yeah, I, and if you look at the stadium, I literally am on the sunny side of it almost the whole show. <laughs> if it hadn't been so, for sunscreen, I don't think I'd be sitting here today. <laughs> <laughs> so, what about the IC title? Do you think the Intercontinental is going to like change hands? Because I think that Kevin Owens is going to get a push up, so they're going to have to put it on Sami Zayn as well. He should. Um, I feel like it's either going to stay with Kevin Owens or it's going to go to Sami Zayn. Is my my prediction? Okay. What do you what think about of Dolph Ziggler? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I could see that, but I, I yeah. feel like it's going to go either either way for me. Yeah, why are the two Cleveland guys like the constant jobbers that they throw in there just to get crapped on? Yeah. Okay. Well, but, the Miz. But, but can yeah. I tell you, they're on TV. That's true. So yeah. if they're on TV, they're getting paid, and they always have decent matches. I don't really – I'm not a big Miz fan. Ziggler's okay. but Miz. Um, <laughs> Parmesan. Yeah. But they're on. You I know, miss, they're on. I miss him and Miz, Dow. I love that, that tag team. That if you ever go, I guess the uh, – Mr. Hero here in Parma. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's owned by somebody who's related to the Miz. Yeah, and they have like a whole like picture board set up in the register, like next to the <laughs> register on the wall. I've I've been to that one. It's the one, I think it's at Ridge Park Square. I yeah, would too. Yeah, I think so. I, I went in and I was like, I went there for lunch one day, and I look, I'm like, why are I? I knew the Miz was from Parma. I'm like. Why do these guys have like three pictures of the Miz on the wall? <laughs> <It's just> kind <laughs> of random. Why isn't the Miz like one of the spokespeople for Mr. Hero? 
Like you think about that, like there, there, there's always like Cleveland sport, sports, like people like you, it's always, it's always a Brown or Cavs player that's about to get hurt and they don't know it. And they sign a contract <laughs> with Mr. Hero and it's like, I'm on a billboard advertising a Roman burger season ending injury. But you think the Miz would be perfect for like local food, but I'm sure it's, it has something to do with WWE. <laughs> yeah, it's, I feel I like mean, they're all falling asleep while they're doing the commercial too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like the WWE would not want to have be associated with Mr. So, Hero. I don't like, know why. Do you think the Miz will get like some trunks that have the uh, Mr. Hero on them, like that Jimmy John's, like, like Lesnar's Jimmy John's? I would trunks. love that. <laughs> That's funny. Cause I, I like the Miz. He's he's got an important role. He puts a lot of people over. You know, it's kind of yeah. just like tradition now. You have to go through the Miz when you first come in. And- well, you need that. They don't have jobbers anymore, and and you don't want to call anybody a jobber that's on the main roster. But you, not everybody yeah. can be the champion. Not everybody can be, you know. So you have to fill in the mid card with something compelling. Yeah, and somebody and he, that you hate is always compelling. The crowd too. Oh yeah, he, yeah, he, he can get the crowd reaction. And, I mean, I, th- I feel like he had his run. Like yeah, he had a good he run. You know, he he was, and I always thought it was weird. I was like, why does Miz have a belt? And uh. And and now I think you know him at the mid card spot. He does bring people up, and you're right. Mm-hmm. He does do the crowd really good. So, is there anybody right now that you feel is still like definitely worth the time that is not getting the attention that they should? Uh, there's a long list. I could go down, but um, who's at the top? I would start um, probably. I we we agree, Kevin Owens, but he is kind of getting the spot a yeah, little bit. I think Kevin Owens is getting, but it. I think. I'd like to see him because there's so many injuries. I'm surprised they haven't pushed him up further. Yeah, Adrian Neville. I don't know what happened. That guy was amazing, he, and they did what they do with every small guy. And I'm afraid that's what they're going to do with Finn Balor. So I'm really not in a hurry for him to come up. But um, I don't know what they're doing with him. But he's a phenomenal wrestler, well, and you don't get to see him anytime that dude gets in the air. It's amazing. Hmm. He just got hurt. He's going to be out for like three months or something. Yeah, he's going to miss Mania. He was yeah. they, when they told him, he just looked devastated. You could see the look on his face. Like it was his first shot to actually be at Mania, and he lost it. You know, that sucks. So Kevin, and now Zack Ryder is in it. Is there any? Is there anybody there, Kevin, that you think that should should be getting more? Not not a push necessarily, but like someone that's been there but isn't so much being recognized now. Because I feel like there's probably a couple guys out there that are probably they're still within their prime that aren't getting a shot still. Um, I think they're getting a lot better. I mean, you guys were talking Kevin Owens. I love Kevin Owens, and uh, he's definitely getting a push. And I think that's thanks to all the injuries. Um, happy Sami Zayn's up there. He's always been one of my favorites. Um, I mean, there's so many guys in NXT right now that I really hope get pushed up. But they're doing a pretty good job, and I, I really do think it's because of the injuries. They're pushing a lot of the smaller guys. Like, I love Kalisto, and I'm happy they're giving him something. I mean, I don't know what they're doing with, like, the Ryback match this weekend, but I'm happy they're pushing them. I don't know if there's anyone on the main roster I really uh, want them to push more. I'm just hoping some of these guys in NXT get a shot. Well, you've told me repeatedly that NXT is, like, what, what you should watch. Like, that's what you're excited for. Mm-hmm. Is this because uh, these guys are, like, really trying to still prove something? And then that, that, so they're, kind of like, is the product is better for, like, I don't know how to describe it. I know it's supposed to be, like, the, like, you know, the farm league until you go up. Developmental. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, I think that, I think it, it's like college football to a certain extent. They are hungry. And, but you can also see them developing their style and developing their character. And not everyone down there is also new. There's a mix down there of guys like Finn Balor's been wrestling for 15 to 17 years. You know, yeah. he's been all over the world, so he's not a new guy. Uh, but then you get guys that really are new, like Baron Corbin, who's a really nice guy, by the way. I got a chance to meet him when I was at Mania last year. 
Um, and you want to see somebody that's new who, you know, he came from the NFL, so he catches a lot of flack for it. But um, you will see them develop as, as you watch it. And I, I like to see that them go from nothing to now they actually have their full package together. They can work the mic. They can put the moves together. They can, uh, you know, put on a decent match. And you see them go from I can barely wrestle to that. You know, and that to me that's compelling. Okay. Yeah, Corbin has grown on me quite a bit. Like when he first uh, was introduced, I was like, "Yeah, get this guy out of here." Past like a couple months, the dude has really stepped it up. So, um, all right. So then, what? Like, um, real quick, like your favorite, what the favorite storyline run, like, like of wrestling? Because it has to be there has to be a storyline that you're just like, "This is crazy. I love it." And that's I think for me that also is compelling is that I gotta have gotta have something like you said in that in that was it the Lucha Underground. There's a guy that thinks he's a dragon. I'm all about a guy that's a dragon. I, I like that would be great. There's so, an astronaut. There's a evil uh, skeleton ninja. Which, there we go. <laughs> is is his wrestler week? named Evil Skeleton Ninja? Because I hope so. <laughs> Pentagon Junior. He's oh. good. He's good. No, if, if it's Pentagon Junior, yeah, then I've seen him, and that guy that guy's terrifying. Like I I, I liked how he he performed here in Cleveland. Um, still got the crowd to, to cheer him on, and then he still lost, and then still was a jerk at the end. But people loved it; it was amazing. It was so much, so much fun. That's how you you know you're good at entertaining is when you're a good heel and people cheer for you. There's so many like people like we were talking like earlier, me and Tim before we came over, like how you know, and we'll get into maybe this in a second about like like surprised guest appearances, like like is Seth Rollins, like you know, Seth Rollins is like a good heel. Fantastic like, at his like, job. I could never see them putting him back as a face. I mean, they could do it, but he's doing such a great job as a heel. Because you generally hate him, and there's not a lot you can do about it because he's actually really good in the ring, too. So what are you going to do? I mean, yeah. that guy does something new in every single match that I've never seen. You know. So, <laughs> so yeah, is there a favorite storyline other than Skeleton Ninja Man that I, that I liked that I saw? <laughs> uh, is there, like, I don't know, there has to be, like, was there something during the Attitude Era that you thought was a great storyline or something? Um, like, I, I like the attitude era for the ridiculousness of some of it. Um, one of one of the ones we always go back to, usually at Cinema Wasteland, we'll bring up the video and laugh about it. Is when uh, the big boss man had a feud going with the Big Show, and he ended up going to the Big Show's dad's funeral and <laughs> chaining the me, casket yeah. up to the back of his police car and dragging it out of the funeral while the Big Show is diving on the casket. No. <laughs> That's amazing. Just ridiculous. Yeah, I know. I, it's I just go, one of those moments you're like, what the f*** is happening right now? I, I go one of two ways on it. I either like a storyline that doesn't feel like a story, like the whole Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens thing when Kevin first came back. And, you know, that felt very real to me, so I like that. But then also, uh, recently I liked, I mean, pretty much any of the Undertaker storylines, right? But um, the whole Shawn Michaels, who I'm not the biggest fan of, but uh, Shawn Michaels' Undertaker that WrestleMania, um, when it was like, if Shawn Michaels doesn't beat The Undertaker, he has to retire. Like, that was a phenomenal storyline, and it was, yeah, was well great. executed, and it ended in a very good match. Hmm. All right, cool. So then, uh, another important question here, and we'll put everybody on the spot. Uh, if you had to be a wrestler, you, you could come up with a name, and I'm not going to do, you know, but what would be a gimmick? Like, what would be your, your character gimmick? Mm, I. I think everybody knows it would be a Viking. Yeah. yeah. Tim Tim the Viking. Yeah. And then every match you just set the ring on fire as you leave. You're like, you're done. That's it. Yeah. Or set my opponent on fire, but somehow they get him out. You throw throw him into a wooden boat and then set them on fire and give him an honorable funeral. I like it. So, Joe, what would be your gimmick? I I don't know. I think. (laughs) You know. What? The butler. The butler. (laughs) Oh, bring the car around. Yeah. (laughs) 
we we always every once in a while we come up with like gimmicks and we this that's the moves. I'm not gonna be the butler. My finisher will be the bring the car around. <laughs> it's like a clothesline. Hey, brought the car you got, around. You gotta come up with your finisher first and then decide what yeah. you'd be. Uh, like like my one buddy's is the hell dart. Like he's got his dress, the hell dart. Hell dart. Hell dart. Uh, um, no, I think I would like my gimmick. It wouldn't be really anything crazy. I think I would do something where I would try to, I would try to walk that like that that heel face line where I would be the antihero. Like I wouldn't want to be cheered or booed really. But like, Ambrose at the same kind of like yeah. Ambrose, yeah. Well, I mean, you just gotta just you know um, make some questionable decisions, get your children taken away. I, I probably yeah. would would go with more of a less of a deadbeat deadbeat dad and <laughs> I don't know. So, hey, Kevin, what would be your gimmick? Come on, I feel like I'd have to do some sort of luchador thing. <laughs> I mean, even if I, I mean a, a gringo luchador, <laughs> just be like that a, could be your name, like the gringo yeah, luchador. I could be like the whitest, uh, just fail at everything Mexican, like try and speak Spanish but not <laughs> be able to. <laughs> just makes me think. You could just get really tan, and then like one of the great. Angles would be they pull your mask off and you're not Mexican. Like, <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what was it that uh, Kitty Powers was called the Flama Blanco and uh, Eastbound and Down the second season? <laughs> That's hilarious. He's like, what's that mean? It means the white flame. He's like, no, it doesn't. Like he was getting really angry about it. Um, well, I love like uh, there's this dude uh, Brian Cage that wrestles down in Mexico um, in AAA. He's he's like one of the white guys on the roster. He came to the ring wearing a Trump shirt a few weeks ago. Oh, no, <laughs> it's like it's this is the heat. ultimate heel. Yeah. That's funny. Surprised he made it out alive. Yeah, that's that. That'll definitely pull you heat. So, so if I, you guys haven't seen Brian Cage wrestle, he wrestles in like pro wrestling, gorilla, and triple uh, A. He does do lucha underground as well. But um, that dude is almost three hundred pounds. He flies like Rey Mysterio. I mean, wow. he does the six one nine just as good as Rey Mysterio. I've always been more impressed by the big guys that can do that. Yeah, way more than the small guys. I don't He's know if you on guys a tag were... team with uh, Michael Elgin. Those dudes are just monsters. I don't know if you remember Axel Rotten or Balls Mahoney, but Balls Mahoney was known, he was probably 400 pounds, was known for doing a moonsault out of the ring onto someone from the top turnbuckle, and I don't know how either one of them survived. Yeah, yeah. well, Axel Rotten just passed away. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, they. The, anytime you get a a larger wrestler that can be agile and get in the air, it's impressive. Very impressive. That's, that's part of why I'm impressed with uh, Kevin Owen because yeah. he can uh, he can do it. Yeah, yeah. I think I, my my gimmick because no one asked. Um, I think I would be <laughs> sorry, Paul. Paul, what's your gimmick? No I pressure. Think, I think I would just be an internet troll. I think that would be my whole goal. <laughs> just come out like unassuming and then lose the match and then just talk smack about people online later with an anonymous name and be like, you, you don't even know all caps. So would you be like an, like an announcer type character? No, he'd be a fantastic manager. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be <laughs> yeah, a good that's, manager. That's always been my dream in life is internet to be troll a manager. manager. So I come out all like, oh, no, everybody, it's cool. No, we're friends. And it's like, you see my, my, on my phone later. It's like, oh, who just tweeted that? I don't know. And just put it back in my pocket. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. think Kevin Nolans has beat you to that, too. He was doing that to AJ Styles. Uh, Dude, I, would, I love when Kevin Owens, like, provokes people. I would just give wrestlers individual bad Yelp reviews, like, in the background. <laughs> That'd just be my, my gimmick. His character's such a jerk. Like, you got to like it. Because um, yeah. I, I guess backstage he's supposedly, like, super nice guy, but. Um, his character is such a jerk. I love it. He cracks me up when he shows up on the, the pre-show group every once in a while, like with Booker T and, um, uh, I can't remember what the hell that lady's name is. Renee Young. Renee Young. Um, who's really good at voice acting in video games, by the way. Um, I'm 
you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, it always cracks me up when Kevin Owens shows up there and talks to them. No, he, I think he posted after Royal Rumble, um, he posted about AJ Styles. He's like, no, you shouldn't be embarrassed about your performance. You should be embarrassed about your haircut. It's like <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> yeah. This is the best wrestler of our time. AJ Styles <laughs> kind of has like, like a Tom Cruise haircut going on right now. It's really weird. He has like well, a, it looks like they kind of thinned it out. Cause when he showed up in WWE, it was still all, I don't know, going crazy. It looks like they gotten him a stylist or something. What actually makes it weird AJ is stylist. That- He's almost 40 years old. That's what makes it weird. He's got that haircut. He's, he's almost 40. 40. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know he's been around for a while, and he doesn't look at, like, he, like that guy, he just, uh, you could definitely tell when, like, wrestlers really hit a point where they don't have muscle tone anymore, and it's like, like, The Undertaker, he's scary, you know, still scary, do lift more than I ever will. He's just turned 50. You don't see, I don't know, he doesn't have any, like, definition anymore. He's just, yeah. just like, uh, I don't know. Chris Jericho. <laughs> yeah, Jericho's. He, has, he, has he looks dad, like a sausage. He almost he's, has dad bod. Yeah, he's straight dad bod in it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the lower walls of Jericho. It's like they're so, not full walls. They're just like it, it's like a st- garden row of Jericho it'll, now. Like, <laughs> it'll still be a really good match at Mania though between them. Yeah, and it will. No, it, it absolutely sure. will. Um, so WrestleMania is the biggest one of them all, and they're always going to have special guests. Who do you guys think is going to be crashing the party or a surprise that we, that you think will happen? I Owen see, Hart. No, <laughs> that would be a surprise. That would be a, that would a, be surprise. a surprise. Yeah, I'd be going to church immediately afterwards, um, and I don't go to church. Uh, no, I think The Rock will get involved in the main event. I don't think that's a big surprise because he's going to be there. He's like a host. Yeah, yeah I think he somehow he's going to he's, he's going to play out. In the he's going to he's going inter- to or get involved with his cousin's match. Yeah, but he's filming stuff right now. So, what movie company in their right mind would let him actually do anything in a match? You know, from an insurance standpoint, mm. the, the ones that know that he has a contract with the WWE first and they have to okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he still does, but. Um, you think any injured people are going to come back? In, um, not not as not as so much like in in a match like. But do you think like Cena well, may come in and smack someone with a chair? Or, I heard or Seth Rollins has had a schedule on his uh, training, so maybe. Yeah, why doesn't well, yeah, like? I mean, that's a question I guess I have. Like, because I know these guys do go like down because of injury, but in terms of like keeping some of the storylines alive, even though you know they're injured, what's stopping them from coming up every so often and just kind of cutting a promo? And talking smack to somebody and kind of fading back just to get people like, hey, we're still here and there's still a feud going on. Yeah, like I think that would be fun to have somebody come out every so often and just surprise everybody by like saying maybe if they can't wrestle but announcing something that's about to happen mm-hmm. and enforce the hand of somebody. I don't know. I think that would be I, compelling. I think that's a good that question. They used to do that a little bit, but I think now that they take the opportunity to see what mid carters or lower carters have um, to offer in terms of being in bigger matches than they would normally. Dean Ambrose, the whole thing with Dean Ambrose would not have happened if Seth Rollins hadn't gotten injured. Yeah. If so, it's an opportunity to see. All right. Well, what else do we have? Um, because those guys, guys like Seth Rollins, even though he's a big name, he's still kind of fighting for his spot. Guys like John Cena, he's got the Hulk Hogan spot. Like he's not going anywhere. He doesn't. He could take as much time off as he wants. He comes back. He's still John Cena. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I think that they use these opportunities now to kind of develop talent and see what 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 they'll do at. At the upper echelon of of what the WWE is, yeah. If they didn't take their their vacation, their quote unquote vacation, then you wouldn't get any mid mid card guys pushed up because you're Did right. You almost say mid guard guys. Mid guard. Well, mid guard guys. Well, that's that's Tim's guy. Tim, <laughs> yeah, Tim, yeah, that's my finisher. The mid guard. The mid guard. Yeah, the mid guard mauler. Or he puts you in the Rainbow Bridge submission. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't tap, call it that. Tap out of the Rainbow Bridge. Yeah, t- tap out of the Rainbow Bridge. I but, think I think I'd tap out of the Rainbow Bridge. I'll, I'll put you. <laughs> 
I don't know how that got really wrong in a hurry. I'm sorry. I'm over it now. Paul, yeah, there I, you go. I that's, blame you. That's, well, because that's my heel. I'm, I'm playing the internet troll right yeah. now. That's what's going on. <laughs> uh, and I'd have like a really like like shitty millennial name, like Blaine or something. Like it would be like it'd be great. Well, we just lost our one Blaine list. Thanks. Way to go. <laughs> it's like I'm done, and I'm, I'm writing done. the worst review ever. You know, <laughs> half a star. I don't even know. How, I don't even know how like the ratings go for like Yelp. Know. Whatever. Um, and just, just, just the one corner of the star, okay. the left corner of okay. the star. <laughs> um yeah. so all right anybody else though like you think randy orton's gonna do a surprise rko oh uh <laughs> anybody gonna like out of nowhere is he broken in half jr jr <laughs> oh um, my god i could see it i mean i as, as far as i know he's not injured he's just taking time off so he yeah and if you're going to show back up i mean wrestlemania i think they need to, yeah i think they need to bring him back in i think he should just pop out of the ground somewhere and just do an rko Did, what's what's the deal with his hands when he holds his hands up like he's doing like the ricky bobby like he doesn't know what to do uh, he, with them when he's like up on top of the, i don't the, know he's always, it's always kind of been he has his like, thing. he's like kind of like a weird jazz hands things that go on whenever yeah. he like wins or something it's so i wouldn't say to his face because he'd kill me look at me yeah. yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, um, it's basically a look at me. Tim cut his hair once. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, no. did he did he give you RKO? He saw. I mean, I saw him at WrestleMania he, going to get his haircut. <laughs> so that's do, the same. He saw. Did it he do the hand thing after like, the haircut? Yeah, he was yeah, like he in the barber chair. Like, <laughs> he stood up in the barber chair. When he got up, he's like. Yeah, it looks good. Not that anyone could see us raising our hands, but that's what we were just doing. Because <laughs> we're like John Cena, you can't see yes, us. Yeah. Um, so okay. Uh, so. WrestleMania, we talked about some of the matches. It is supposed to be like the biggest event of the year wrestling-wise for, well, I mean, for pretty much a lot of people. A lot of people are also kind of disinterested right now, and I think it's because a lot of the people are injured. What would be good going forward for WWE to kind of get the fan base excited again? Because it feels like there's there's a lot of spinning wheels going on right now. I, I would say um, shock the system a little bit. Like have something really compelling and unexpected happen um like you could change the result like i hate the idea of the undertaker losing shane mcmahon it just seems disrespectful but if there's a faction involved in it you know if you said bulletproof or whatever if they if those guys showed up you know and they're the reason shane wins and it gives them a, a reason to change it up they definitely need to change up their format they need to get off the pg 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 13 they need to go back to just kind of being a little more raw and you can see that they are. I mean, they dropped a couple. Not that swearing makes a product, but they've been dropping some curse words in the ring lately. And um, I think that, you know, either having the Wyatt family get involved or, you know, even bringing up new talent. Um, I, I I feel like Shane getting control of Raw, so to speak, to change creative, creative direction is a good idea. But I don't like it to have to be at the loss of The Undertaker. At the same time, I think... I feel disrespectful saying this, but I feel like the Undertaker needs to hang it up. He's he's. About, I love the Undertaker to death, but I agree with you. Like it's yeah. it's rough to watch some of his matches. I respect him, but there's some where I'm just like, man, how's this guy even functioning? I'm just afraid he's going to get hurt. Yeah, like, yeah. permanently. I, I feel like he's going to do one more year. I I think something's going to happen because they keep doing the Undertaker is my bitch thing with Vince McMahon. I feel like something's going to happen. And he's maybe like give up to Shane McMahon or something just to screw over Vince, you know. And then, and then, then just see. come back, keep coming back, and get something set up for next year at uh, WrestleMania. Well, I feel like he's got one more in him. Weren't they trying to do Cena Undertaker for this Mania? Wasn't that one of the ones they were trying to book? But then Cena got hurt. I believe so. That that was one of the ones they talked about. And then they were also talking about Sting and Undertaker. 
Yeah, I heard that one. Probably a similar storyline, but obviously without Sting getting the <laughs> last man standing, like literally, that would be what that yeah. would be. Like, uh, <laughs> but could be, and that's the scary part. Like they know? have, they, they actually have the coffin off the side, and it's like, all right, we're done. One of you guys is out of here. And like when they announced this, this Hell in the Cell match with like Shane, it's like okay, like these are two guys who you know, fifteen years ago, twenty years ago, were known for for taking bumps and and i mean that fully taker hell in the cell match just like a lot of people go back to that when they think of taker and hell in the cell those are just flat out stunts like that's just humanly ridiculous yeah and that was an on-the-fly decision none of that was meant to happen so you know it is what it is but but now that's the that's the bar but we all know Shane likes to jump off of high stuff. So, eh. That's well, did, what, you, did you see Raw though? Yes, I did. It was fantastic. Man, it <laughs> ma- it made me feel like shit. I'm sitting there. I'm like, dude, is 46 or something? Yep. Just made that jump from the top rope all the way to the announce table for the and elbow I, drop. And I'm sitting there like shoving Easter candy in my <laughs> mouth. Like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> These cinnamons are delicious. Me. Yeah. It's like he got winded just watching. You're like, oh, my abs hurt. Why did I still know? I almost felt like he was going to overjump that table. So he, that dude's got, he's got hops. Like Speaking of tables, am I the only yeah. one that's mad they haven't broken the German announce table more now that the German announce table's there? I, I was hoping that it was going to happen. Like, how's Brock Lesnar not German suplex someone through the German announce table yet? I mean, that seems like the natural thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, when I was asking about, like, a creative uh, change, because, I've, like I said, I've been watching that documentary uh, series about uh, Nitro versus Raw, and the big thing they kept kind of bringing back was that the idea that WCW started making personalities with like with like names. They made like they're they're, they're making them a little bit more human, even though they're still doing these crazy things. But they didn't have like um, like the Brooklyn Brawler or um, like you know, Typhoon. They didn't have to have these these names, so they were trying to make it more grounded. Even though the, the the spectacle is ridiculous, the people were supposed to be real people. And the WWE picked up on that, and you have, like, these names now, right? So, like, where do you go from there, though? Because, like, I, st- I still like some of the gimmicks, but, like, you know, the days of having, like, the Red Rooster are well beyond, you know, we're, we're behind that. I think stables, I think that becomes, you know, like, Bulletproof, Bullet Club, uh, you know, the Wyatt family, you know, I think those... Those are kind of my favorite stable going right now. New Day. Oh yeah, um, I, for sure. Yeah, we have not talked the three man group. The three man group has been the thing, and that's old school. That's like Freebirds. That's like the Von Erichs. You know, that's really old school. Now they got the um, the League of Nations, which all those guys are fantastically talented. I don't know why they're not getting over more. I I really don't know what they're doing with them, but so they're starting to latch onto the idea. But I think that they just need to start. Um, bringing back some of the more um i don't mean some of the over like stone cold spraying beer we don't need all that necessarily but you know get back into the making it look like a daredevil fight scene you know let's make it look real you know let's bring back hardcore let's do some i don't know people throwing microwaves at each other (laughs) or (laughs) tvs over each other yeah um has anyone been watching smackdown at all i i watch it okay um mario ranallo who is a fantastic commentator has finally come to WWE and is on SmackDown. I the matches he calls are so exciting. I really hope they move him to the main roster. That would be a change because like I like Michael Cole. He's fine. But Mario Ronaldo recently has just been killing it. Like every match he calls, he brings like a level of legitimacy and excitement to the match. He'll call 
moves that I've never heard of, you know. <laughs> Which is I, what he's there for, you know, educate people as they're watching, you know. Yeah, but it it makes it feel more real when you're watching it, you know. He's I think he called the uh, springboard crossbody outside of the ring. He called it a pescado, which is a Mexican term for it. Right. <laughs> Even Jerry Lawler is like, "What was that?" <laughs> <laughs> Sounds delicious. Um, no, but and that's kind of what he does. Um, and but he's been he's new to WWE fans, but he's been doing that a really long time. Oh yeah, I, I mean I've been watching New Japan for a while too. He's been on there most recently. I've loved him on there. Okay, so uh, yeah, I I think that. Having a good announce team that does help a lot because I mean that like even listening to like watching some of the earlier like WrestleMania stuff and just you know I'm sorry um, that Jesse Ventura just <laughs> all he talked about was himself and then also he kept saying the words WWF over and over again it was just it was terrible to listen to him with Gorilla Monsoon which I like Gorilla Monsoon like he was yeah. old school. But it was just weird, you know. And it's like I couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. Uh, so, so yeah, having like actual, like legit announcers that would not that I'm saying the people that do it now aren't bad because they are good. But I also, I don't need like the the little character commentary running like like Jerry Lawler. I think he's respected. He's been there. I don't need, I don't need a Bobby the Brain Heenan there. You know, I need that along the ring. I don't need him at the table all the time. I disagree with the Bobby the Brain Heenan comment. He's probably one of the greatest commentators of all time, Paul. But aside from that. <laughs> Um, starts our feud. Yeah, Paul. <laughs> that, that's it. Now it's over. Oh, no. It's going to be a run-in at WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. like oh. There's going to be a chair hit against me before the end of the show here. Yeah. So, um, um, All right. So, yeah, the WrestleMania this Sunday. Um, you can watch it. Uh, I know we're going to be having, like, we're going to be out at the doing something together. Not not Kevin, because he's just by himself watching. He's not going to have anybody over. Man, I'm um, going to be so hungover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, at least you own it. So um, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about it next week. But if you guys if you guys want to check it out, it's free if you sign up for the free 30-day uh, free trial of the WWE yeah, Network. Yeah, you can watch WrestleMania for free. Or or you could do, if you like, if you've already done that, you could just pay $9.99 and then watch it. So there Get you go. into your mail soap operas. Real, li- yes. real, real life comic books, real life superheroes, guys. Yes. So. Can you email them and get us all a free month for uh, promoting it this month? <laughs> yeah, no yeah. kidding, right? Yeah, yeah he's, he's, you've talked about it for about two months now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, I just feel I just feel compelled to do that. Like, And like, you've said nine like, ninety nine about yeah. five times. It, like, does your fiancé know six. how much you talk about the, the, the WWE app? She's like, I'm worried. All he does is talk about guys all the time. And I'm just like, no, it's okay. We're good. You know, she's gonna. He's gonna run away. My with girlfriend that actually said the other night. I turned on uh, SmackDown on Saturday morning. She's like, "Is this all we watch anymore?" <laughs> like, don't make it weird. Yeah, don't make it weird. I've, 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 I've jumped I've, in <laughs> since I got back into wrestling. I was like, oh, "I'll watch. I'll watch like the pay per views, maybe a few Raws here and there." Now I'm watching Raw, SmackDown, every pay per view. Watching NXT every week. Ooh. I'm watching Lucha Underground. I'm watching AAA. I'm watching PWG. It's just, and I'm going Whoa. to the live local <laughs> events now. I'm like, I dipped a toe into just being fully immersed. Yeah, <laughs> at least you don't go halfway on things, man. Well, yeah. the, like I refer to, like, like I watch, um, I watch Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow on CW. And it's just like, I, like every Saturday, like I'm, like I, I'm watching it. Mary comes in. And I'm like, yep, I'm just watching my stories. So I have like my superhero <laughs> stories that I will have to watch. And then I'm just, just like, I'm just inundated. I guess I just like really tight form fitting clothing. I guess that's really what I like or the lack thereof. I guess that's what blame you. Yeah. So, um, all right. So we, we've talked a lot about wrestling, but now we're going to get into, we got our big competition here for our attack. Uh, sorry. Our, our attack of the podcast invasion of the podcast. I don't even know the name of my own show. Uh, World Heavyweight Championship belt. So we're gonna we're gonna play the game. 
Alright, so this is kind of a, a Jeopardy style uh, back and forth round robin questionnaire. Um, so I've got two categories, okay? There's so this is, this is going to be Tim versus Kevin. T- so, Tim yeah, versus Kevin. For, for the belt to end all belts. So um, I feel like I'm going to lose very quickly. <laughs> so, oh, is that what we, your psychological games? Is that what you're trying to psych them out? We're, we're going to go yeah. back. We'll go back and forth. Uh, you could pick. You could pick like your point. There, there's ten. There's ten questions in each category. Every question has a different point value from a hundred to a, to twelve hundred. Um, <clears throat> and there are a couple of secret hidden ones that you can that a little change up the game a little bit. Uh, and the one category is wrestlers and movies and TV. So, um, your knowledge of like you know the WWE or WCW stars who have have been in. Uh, movies or TV, and then the other category is wrestling ain't real, and neither is this stuff. It's all made up wrestling. So either not wrestlers, but either movies or video games or cartoons about wrestling. Okay. So all right. Um, and how do we want to kick it off? Who um, who wants to go for? How do we want to? How do you want to split it up? You want to? I don't know. Um, uh, Paul, write down a number. Um, or I'll think of a number. Okay. Uh, between one and seven. Five, two, Tim. Tim was right. Yeah. All right, Tim. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> Do I get extra points for God, that? No. Damn it. No, you don't. Get, you, just, you just get to pick first. So I feel I'm a heel. I feel robbed. <laughs> so we have um, uh, we have ten questions, and you can either like 100, 200, 300, 400, 500, 600, all the way up to twelve hundred points oh, okay okay no that's the number of questions we have. yeah so you say like i i want to do i want to i want to do wrestlers and movies and tv for 200 just like kind of like jeopardy okay so and then the other category is uh wrestling ain't real and neither is this stuff so which category and what point value you want to start with wrestling ain't real and neither is this stuff for how much for 300 all right for 300 points um in 2004 Konami released an all-female wrestling game for the PlayStation 2. What was it called? I know it's true, but I don't know what it was called. <laughs> All, right, All right. Wait, wait. Kevin, can, can you answer that? Kevin, do you want to no. steal? We'll, okay, we'll do steals for half points. Is that good? That's, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Kevin, you don't, ha- you don't have it? No idea. It's called Rumble Roses. And it had the girl from um, another game in it. I can't remember what they built it all around, but I know it was true. All I remember is there was a cowboy character, and she had, like, like actually black and white cow chaps. And she was from another game. Was I, she? I, okay. Yeah, but that I recall. All right, Kevin, back to you. <clears throat> so we got oh, the two, the two right. topics are category wrestlers and movies and TV and wrestling ain't real and neither is the stuff. All right. Uh, let's do the movies and TV for. Let's just make it easy. One hundred. All right. For one hundred points, what was Jesse Ventura's name in the Running Man? His character. Oh man. <laughs> you <laughs> should know this. One hundred questions. A, I don't know. I haven't seen Running Man forever. I, I don't know. You know, Tim. I know he was. A, don't know. The no. Names. Oh, you're gonna stump me on that kind of stuff. Captain, yeah. Captain Freedom. So, all right. all right. Okay. These are, okay. All right. So, Tim, than we're we still thought. tied. Yeah. <laughs> still, you guys are still tied. Yeah. All right. I will take uh, wrestlers and movies for 100. 400. No, that was 100. He just did that one at 100. 
Oh, he's yeah. <laughs> this will get confusing. I'm I'll sorry. do. I'll, I've been writing them down. I'll so. do the other one for a hundred. The other one for a hundred. Okay. <laughs> um, so professional. That's it. Well, we didn't really talk about okay. this. Okay. What was That's the name? True. What was the name of the WCW movie in two thousand that starred David Arquette and Scott Kahn? That would be. Um, Ready to rumble. Yes. There we go. Actually, that one. <laughs> oh, it's getting, it's getting intense now because someone got a question. Right? Somebody got a question. All right. Finally. Kevin. All right, Kevin, you're up. All right. Um, let me get wrestling ain't real for 200. For was 100 gone? 200. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, he 100 did 100. Gone. Okay. All right. So 200. Um, <laughs> This is kind of a little similar. In the profitable film Ready to Rumble, <laughs> Rose, Ma- <laughs> Rose McGowan played Sasha. What WCW group was she fictitiously a part of for the movie? Oh, shit. Um, I don't remember. Uh-oh. I think, I think Tim's signaling Uh-oh. that he knows this. Uh, we got five, ten seconds. <laughs> Are you still waiting for me? I yeah. don't know. No, okay, pass. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What WCW group... Was she uh, a part of the Nitro Girls? Oh, Tim got See, it. I was trying to give. Yeah. I was trying to give Kevin a head. <clears throat> no, I know. I just, no I heel runnings, Paul. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he was throwing a chair in the ring there. All right. So, no oh, wait, that was for half points. Sorry, I gave you four points. I shouldn't. Have. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna challenge the outcome of this. It's All gonna right. be contested. <laughs> okay, Tim. Uh, I will take uh, movies for three hundred. Movies for 300. All right. This one could be a little tough, too. In Predator, Jesse Ventura used a minigun to mow down guerrilla soldiers. What was the name of that gun? I have no idea. Kevin? Man, I just watched this like two days ago, too. (laughs) (laughs) This is is bullshit. Um, See, I'm like more disappointed in the the, the movie stuff you don't know as opposed to the wrestling stuff. I know. (laughs) Um. No, I, I don't remember. Nope. I just watched it two days ago, too. All painless. Uh, I would have never guessed that. Yeah. yeah, me neither. All right. Kevin, it's your pick. I like that there were two Jesse Ventura questions in there, though. That yeah, was great. In a, in a row, movies. almost. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's do uh, movies and TV for 500. Uh, movies and TV for 500. In the movie The Waterboy, Bobby Boucher loved a fictional wrestler played by the big show. What was that wrestler's name? Oh. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> um, shit. His Sorry. special move was an eye gouge. <laughs> Remember, it's an eye gouge. Oh, my God. I used to watch this all the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> how long do I have? Um, uh, are, you, are you looking online right now? Is that what you're no, doing? No, I'm not. <laughs> Typing quicker. Uh, big show. Like, how long do I have to type? Uh, all right, good. Ten seconds. Is it? It's something, Captain. Oh, I can't okay. remember the second word. I'll give you the. Okay, you, you're, you're almost there. No, no, <laughs> time's up. You want to try and steal it? Oh, damn it! I have no idea. Oh, it's Captain something, isn't it? It is. It is Captain Insano. Should we give him half those points because he got half of it right? We'll give him half the points. Okay. What was what was that one Pity for? Points. Two fifty. Five hundred. Okay. All right, Captain Insano. Man, I knew it was Captain something. All right, All right Tim, it's your pick. I will take. Um, wrestling ain't real, but this isn't either. And I don't know what categories left. Like five hundred, five hundred. Oh yeah. Um. Okay. 
uh, these are all kind of lined up. <laughs> all right. No, no, no. And uh, this is, again, in, in 2000's smash hit movie, Ready to Rumble. <laughs> the reason I say that is it made $12 million, and um, they budgeted 24. So, uh, oh, it was like the Batman Superman yeah. of this day. Uh, Oliver Platt plays uh, the fake WCW wrestler Jimmy King. What was his wrestler's catchphrase? Um, I will crown you. Yeah. yeah. That was was that right? Yeah. Damn. I even went in character. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> that was that was his finisher. He would jump off the rope. and. Man, hammer. I was excited that they weren't going to be wrestling questions. Hammer fist. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'd be uh, more excited if they were wrestling questions. Yeah. Well, originally I was like, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to look up some good wrestling questions, and and Paul was like, no, let's let's ask him about Captain Insano, and I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. Everybody knows Captain Insano. Kevin will let me down by not knowing Captain Insano. All right, yeah, uh, I knew half of it. All right, Kevin, it's your pick. <laughs> let's do uh, movies and TV for twelve hundred. For he's go, oh, he's going the big route, twelve hundred. Uh oh, that's a. Uh, is it? That's uh, that's no, the other one. Oh, no. oh, damn it! No, we'll use that one. We can use that one. Oh, well, that you, was you a daily th- double. You thought it was this? Yeah. And his name is John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I didn't know which so one. It, that, so it's a daily double. All right, so you have two hundred and fifty points that you can wager here. Um, and this is a tough one. In 2015, this is, I don't think this is tough, but in 2015, John Cena guest starred on the Johnny Karate Super Awesome Musical Explosion Show, which is actually from a 2015 hit comedy that was ending its series that year. What was the name of that comedy TV show? Parks and Rec. Yep, there you go. So, but wait, the points total was, the question was for how oh. many points? But it was for double. the 1,200. Okay. But you, you have I to didn't, wager. I didn't wager anything, okay. so. Oh, I thought you were going to wager. You don't want to, I was just going to double your points. Oh, oh. Because that's all you have to wager. Okay. I just thought since it was worth 1200 so I, I thought 1200. maybe he got the 1200 No, I was going to... Daily double. Well... All right. That's bullshit. You double my points. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Paul, trying. Paul's real-life heel turn. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. All right. Because he got Tim. one right. I was trying to help. And it was, and it was the big one. <laughs> yeah, right? All right, Tim, you're up. That was the TV category, correct? Yeah. yeah. I will take the same... This ain't real in wrestling either or whatever. Yeah. Uh, for 1200 Oh, oh for oh. 1200 This one. <laughs> this is a tough one. There were some toys. Also a daily double. <laughs> the, no. There, <laughs> there, okay. There, there was some toys back in the 80s that were called muscle. Um, they were little, little pink action figures. What does the anagram muscle stand for? If you had asked me in the 80s, I could have told you. Let me see if I can remember. You you can phone a friend, aka yourself, back in the eighties if you want to do that. Hold on, I'm going back in the wayback machine. I don't remember. No, Kevin, you want to give a shot? Points. Know. No, I have no idea, but I'm looking them up right now. Just <laughs> it just seems like I got to see this. All right, so it stands for millions of oh, unusual man. small creatures lurking everywhere. Yes, I remember these things. Now I remember. All those, they're so gross looking. Well, I don't yeah. remember it, but I remember that I knew it. Yeah, they were they were pretty gross. I liked them. I, there was like the one looked like a just like a large hand. Yeah, there was, was one that was like a pyramid. Yeah, it was it just makes sense. But they were wrestlers. Yeah. All right, Kevin, it's your pick. Not to eBay these. <laughs> All right, let's do uh, wrestling ain't real for four hundred. Uh, for four hundred, 
Oh, that's a bankruptcy spot. You lost all your Boom. points. I'm joking. Right. That didn't happen. <laughs> in, <laughs> what, wait, what game show am I on? In the okay, in the super awesome 1986 NES game Pro Wrestling, name three of the six playable wrestlers. All right, let's see. 1986. Let's see who is back there. Ric Flair. No. Well. No. All right. Well, let, I failed. Let me, <laughs> let me. Let me. Let me. Let's clarify. The game Pro Wrestling. Had no real licensed yeah, wrestlers. Yeah, there is no licensed wrestlers in oh, this. I have no idea. I've never no. played it. Okay. Tim, you want to steal it? It was one 200? of my favorite games. Uh-oh. We have King Slender. Oh. We have Starman's. <laughs> yep. And we have King Corn Karn. Wow. Yes. I could keep going, but you I won't. Keep going. Okay, Tim's got three of them. See, wow. this is where that uh, age comes in handy, though. I, I am pretty old. Well, I guess I'm young. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Tim. You're up. So... The muscle um, uh, toys. You can I don't remember which for sixteen dollars. You could buy them all for sixteen dollars. Yes, all that, of them. Well, then you should do that. Wow, yeah. a lot of twenty-eight. <laughs> all right, I will take TV shows mm-hmm. and movies. Okay, for six hundred, still there. Six hundred is still there. Yeah. Okay, right, for six hundred. All right, testing out his powers for the first time. Spider-Man enters a wrestling contest. Yeah, Spider-Man's in the podcast. Yay. Um, in, in the 2002 movie, Randy Savage played what fictional wrestler Spidey faced off against? Bonesaw. Oh. Who's Randy Savage, one I of the greatest of all time? for three yeah. minutes. Did you know that one, Kevin? No. Oh, okay. Rest in peace. Macho Man. <laughs> Bonesaw is ready. Bonesaw is ready. All right, Kevin. Um, let's do movies and TV for 400. Is that still available? That is still available. I'm trying to keep track so I won't double things up. But if you smell what the rock is cooking, so okay, is that, is that another daily that's double? the other daily double. Wow. How many? Okay, you have 500 points. You want to wager? Uh, uh, let's let's just do 100. Let's do 100. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. So in the comedy, be cool. The Rock played a, a gay mob thug named Elliot Wilhelm. In the movie, his character was offered an audition by Travol- John Travolta's character. What movie did his character use for a monologue and inspiration on the spot? In what movie? Be Cool. In Be Cool. The Rock monologued and did a scene from another movie. What is Be Cool? It was the sequel to Get Shorty. <laughs> yeah. Never seen it. Never oh, seen I have no okay. idea. Tim, you want to steal it's it? It's hilarious, but I don't remember you what don't it remember was. remember it? Uh, I remember the whole role. I remember the whole thing, though. He did, he did a monologue scene from the cheerleading movie Bring It On. Oh, so okay. that's he, right. He had a conversation between uh, two. Oh, he said be cool. Oh. I thought you were saying be cool, like sequel. Oh. I was like, what the hell is be cool? <laughs> okay. Be cool. All right. Still see be cool. <laughs> it was, it was, it definitely showcased The Rock being silly. Uh, but I, that was. All right, Tim. All right. So what's our. Okay, so. Uh, what's our so score currently, right? Kevin has 500, Tim's at 1500. Oh, no. And the daily doubles are off the board. Daily doubles are off the board. Do we, um, do we have a final Jeopardy question? No, I didn't come up oh, with a final okay. Jeopardy question. All right. And, unless you want to do that real quick while I'm doing this. Um, maybe. I don't know. I guess we'll just keep going. All right. Um, all right. Is it Tim's pick? Yes. Okay. Go um, ahead. I will do uh, Wrestling's Not Real, but this isn't either. For how much? Um, I don't know what's left. <laughs> uh, let's see. I got... Uh, 900, Nine, 700, 900, 900. All right. So uh, in the episode, in an episode of it's always sunny in Philadelphia, the gang decides to wrestle for a charity for the troops. Danny DeVito's character, Frank takes up what persona? 
I know this one. I've never seen a single episode of that show, so I have no idea. Kevin, you want to try and steal it? Can I get the question again? I was posting a uh, muscle to the Facebook page. <laughs> uh, he was ordering his muscle things. Um, <laughs> That's, uh, the, that's the greatest thing. Sorry, guys. I was too busy looking at muscle wrestlers. <laughs> um, in, in an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the gang decides to wrestle for charity for the troops. Danny DeVito's character, Frank, takes up what persona? Oh, man. It was... Uh, I can't remember. Was it like Human Cannonball or something? Nope. It was the Trash Man. Trash. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> need to start eating trash. <laughs> that was great. They meet that wrestler in the car. Yeah, what yeah. was the name of the tag team, though, with the gang? What was that? I don't remember. Oh, it was some type of birds. It was Birds of Prey. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> of D. All right. Uh, is it Kevin's pick? Yes. yes. Okay. All right. What, what What's off the board last time? Uh, which you want to go? The wrestling was, ain't real? Yeah, the, well, the last wrestling ain't real. 900 was what was last That taken. was just the last thing off the board. Of the, okay, cool. Of the I board. didn't cross it off. All right. Uh, let's do movies and TV for 200. 200. Oh, okay. What was the name of Andre the Giant's character in The Princess Bride? Oh, man. <laughs> My girlfriend's going to murder me. <laughs> like, it's her favorite movie. Um, can I call? Can I phone a friend? <laughs> oh. No. No, is I she don't. in the house with you? Could you just yell at her and have her answer? Yeah, basically. Okay. Could she throw a chair in the ring for you? Yeah, you answer. I, I think I'd allow a tag. I would allow a tag in right now if, if she's available to answer that question. All right, hold on, I'm tagging. <laughs> <laughs> See, we don't have that many questions left, do we? No. Okay. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna disqualify because he wasn't holding the rope. Tag is invalid. <laughs> Tag is invalid. <laughs> he let go of the rope. No. My Dude. tag failed. Oh, no. Oh, no. Horatio? <laughs> nope. Oh. Nope. Tim didn't get either. Uh, it was Fezzik. Fezzik. It was Fezzik. For some reason, I thought it was, <laughs> for some reason, I thought it was Horatio or something like That's, that. There's some real anger in there. I like yeah. that. Like, it was Fezzik. <laughs> All right, Great Tim. movie, though. Tim, it was your pick now. Uh, I would like to do uh, television films mm-hmm. for six hundred, if it's still available. I think no, you six, got seven hundred to eleven hundred. Oh, yeah. seven hundred. Yeah, eleven hundred is available. I'll do eleven hundred. Uh, well, there's no eleven hundred. It jumps from a thousand to twelve. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. All right, just give me the denomination, then I'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's I'll, left. I'll we'll do say you said 700. Point, 700. 7 right. points. So 700. Okay. Name the two classic 80s movies that starred wrestler Terry Funk. One was... Um, He's been in a couple, but these were kind of like mainstream. Um, I'm drawing a blank. I can see the... You can even see the movies in my head. I'm drawing a blank completely. I got nothing. You got nothing? No. Kevin, you want to steal for... What was the question? It was Terry Funk. Uh, name two of the classic, the two classic eighty movies that starred wrestler Terry Funk. I know Over the Top was one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can, can I get that's all I can remember? The, hint is just, the other movie is one of the greatest movies ever made. That's all I can say. That's <laughs> not. Hint. It's not. Is a, it's no not, holds barred. It's not. Was he in that? No, you're. With? You're no. It's a good guess though. Um. Uh. It was Roadhouse. Oh God! How did I didn't even happen? know he was in Roadhouse? Yeah, he was in Roadhouse. He's one of the bounce. No, he's one of the bad guys. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's yeah. one of the bad guys. Um, we'll do three hundred points. There you go! Yay! Right. Thanks. 
Everybody, was that for a thousand? That was for uh, <laughs> seven hundred. So, so whose turn is it now? I think it's Kevin's turn. Yep. All right. oh, it's my turn. All right. Let's do uh, movies and TV for eight hundred. Uh, okay. Name three of the five wrestlers who were in the Scooby Doo WrestleMania mystery. <laughs> John Cena. That's one of them. Wait, <laughs> you can't uh, really wait, who? And his name is John Cena. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen this, but let me uh, take some guesses here. Okay. All right. You said three of five or five? Three, three of five. Three of the five wrestlers. Is so. Sheamus in it? No. No. Oh. Does that mean I lose if I get a wrong? <laughs> you got You get, get five guesses. Okay, so, I get five okay, guesses. Yeah. Um, man, who would they have put in there? Is Paige in there? No, no. no? She was in that horrible Christmas movie, so I thought maybe. Um, yeah. Is the Rock? The Rock is not in there. Oh, there you go. Ah. I go, well, I yeah. can't get two more and one more, so damn it. <laughs> All right. You want to you try to try to steal it, Tim, with I four, haven't seen four it, guesses? But I'll try. Okay. I haven't seen so it either. So. John Cena for sure. Yeah. Oh, wait, um, did you say John Cena? Yeah. His name is John Cena. That's a kid. <laughs> Sorry. He's got to be in it. Um, Randy Orton? <laughs> no. <laughs> he just goes around chasing him all with his hands in the air. That's all he does. To Randy Orton. <laughs> no, but yeah. <laughs> It's just it's a Scooby shaking like, away from the apex predator the I entire love, time. I love in those videos when they Photoshop his head on a snake, though. <laughs> Brie Bella? No. Nikki Bella? Nope. All right. It was uh, John Cena, Kane. Did you say John Cena? I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> Kane was a good... Kane, good AJ good. Lee, uh, Santino, and Triple H. Okay. Uh, H had to get in there. I mean, he's a big wig, though. Yeah. Um, he's like, listen, I got to get on that Scooby Doo movie, or I'm just, I'm not continuing on. Who's whose pick is it? I uh, think I see uh, Sin Cara yeah. in it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Sin Cara is in it? Sin Cara, yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Hmm. I said that was only five. Oh, look at that! There's a challenge. <sighs> no, I think um, <laughs> not that I guessed that. So, okay. so it'd be, it'd the be, official ref came down to the ring. Yeah, it'd be it'd be Tim's turn next. <laughs> All right, you're up next, Tim. So I will take um, wrestling's not real, but this isn't either for three hundred. Cool. Uh, did somebody do three hundred? Yeah, they, that was the first one you picked. Three hundred. Oh. So you have a thousand eight hundred, six hundred, and seven hundred left in that category. We'll do seven hundred. Seven hundred. Uh, how many figures could you get in the three different packs of muscle toys? <laughs> there were three different collector's packs. I'm going to go with 10 or 20. You got one of them right. There's or three different packs. 10 or 30 or 50? No. no. 50. Here's a whole bucket of muscle. Here you go. <laughs> well, I seem to recall them being sold like that. They yeah. they they were they were sold in like pails and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, so, you want to give it yeah, a shot? Kevin, since you've been researching it, do you not know the answer? Um, <laughs> I feel three, I feel like five, and ten. I feel, no, I feel like that's a run in. Oh, no, that was that was a run in, but it failed. <laughs> like like you, he he got put through his his assistant. He got went put through. He the went school. to Suplex well, City. Yeah, all of the ones that I saw on eBay were just giant lots of them. So. Uh, they would come in like a tiny four pack. They would come in like a bucket or a cup of ten. And then there was like a box of twenty eight. 
That's 20 a lot of is an odd number. Yeah, it's a weird number. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Yeah. I'm going to buy all of these. I hope it does not. It's your pick, Kevin. They they even have a wrestling ring for them. Yeah. Oh, man. These are the best toys ever. <laughs> we've, we've lost Kevin. Yes. <laughs> I'm down the black hole. He's like, listen, I may not have won the contest, toys. but I'm definitely one at life because I'm buying all his muscle figures. <laughs> this one comes with a ring. It's only $40. Um, let me do movies and TV for a thousand. All right. Uh, okay. In um in the Will Forte comedy MacGruber, which was an SNL pun on MacGyver, uh, name three of the six wrestlers who appeared as part of his elite task force of merc- mercenaries. Um, the Miz. I think, yeah, yeah, that was the Miz then. Okay, is he? Yeah, oh, he, he was, was MVP. Wasn't something he? random out. Was that, yeah, was he? Was he was he? MVP, wasn't he? No, no. Okay. Well, I just well that one all right, out. MVP's one of them. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. One, yeah. You got the Miz, aka Joe doesn't know there was an MVP. <laughs> uh, so that was one of them. Man, I was just throwing that as a joke. Um, man, I have no idea. The Boogeyman. No. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Shango. No. Well, hold on, hold on. Let's. Because this movie came. When did this movie come out? I, did, I forgot um, to write this down. Um, just like. Four or five years ago, maybe. What was the question? No. Are you sure about that? MacGruber? Not four or five, five years ago. ago. It's been longer eight, than eight that. Nine. Um, what was the question? Check real quick. MacGruber's not that old. And in, in Will Forte comedy movie, it was it's it's MacGruber. It was an SNL skit, and they turned it into a movie. Yeah. In the movie, there he puts together a group of his friends who were this elite task force of mercenaries. They were all wrestlers. There were six of them. Name three of them. And we know one of them is not MVP. Yeah, we know <laughs> one of them is MVP now. So that's a freebie. Man, I have no idea. Um, you want Kane? To Kane was one of them. Oh, there <laughs> you go. Was? Yeah. Um, all right, so I just have to get one more. Yeah. yeah. Who else was wrestling back then? Sexual Chocolate. Sexual Chocolate. Mark Henry. Yeah, it was Mark Henry. Oh, shit. Yeah, Mark Henry oh. and then Chris Jericho and Big Show and the Great Kali. Those were the and MacGruber ones. came out in 2010. Okay, so it was six okay. years ago. All right, so, all right. I would have never guessed Chris Paul. Jericho. But, did I get that? What was that for? Yeah, thousand. You got that. Oh Ooh. shit! Yeah. So what's the score at now? We're getting close. Eighteen hundred right? to fifteen hundred. Oh, oh, that put him ahead. Oh, all right, Tim. Okay, so I will take um, movies and TV for. I don't know how many denominations are left. Let's see. We got. Uh, I think we just, got just movies and TV, 8 and 900. So 900. Uh, wait, 800? Is 800 still open? I didn't cross it off. I could be wrong. No, 800 was the Scooby-Doo one. Yeah, oh, 900 is oh. the only one left in TV. 900. What other wrestler shows off his acting chops in Suburban Commando along the Immortal Hulk, along with the Immortal Hulk Hogan? <laughs> that would be Mark Calloway, a.k.a. The Undertaker. He's right, and Paul has a special clip of his only line from that movie. <laughs> no wonder you guys never talk. Weren't <laughs> world. So, yeah, I had to, I had to actually go back after I saw that movie in like a couple of years, and I was like, was the Undertaker in Suburban Commando? And he was. <laughs> so it's a nice place to live, but I wouldn't want to visit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So All right. I think the whole 
TV and movies is closed out. So okay. we have, uh, let's yeah. see. 600, 800, and 1,000, right? Yes. All right. Let's, let's get the 1,000 out of the way. Maybe oh, you better know this. All right. In the 2006, Mickey Rourke starred in The Wrestler, where he played a washed-up, retired 80 wrestler named Randy the Ram Robinson. What was his finishing move? I don't know. <laughs> I've I've had this. Uh, was it the ramrod? Oh, <laughs> oh close, close. close. Oh. I think Tim's gonna steal it. He's looking pretty excited for five hundred points. The Ram Jam. It was the Ram, Ram Jam. Game. Is it a tie game now? Uh, I, no, it's he shot up after uh, oh. Undertaker. Quest. Oh, that's right. Okay. Oh. I have. Uh, he could. I've had that Blu-ray of that movie since I worked at FYE like seven years ago. I still have not watched it. You've not seen that? That's actually a, it's a really, really good, good movie. movie yeah. Well, I, right. I'm obsessed with that director too. Like, I love this. This could be it because there's there's two questions left. If you ever um, want to know what the scene of Mickey Rourke just working at a deli counter is like, you got to watch that movie. Definitely all about working at deli counter. <laughs> so I you, own it. You will believe. <laughs> The you first can work is, that a, is that an Aronofsky movie? Aronofsky, yeah. Aronofsky, yeah. Aronofsky, yeah. Uh, all right, so, Tim, 800 points or 600 points for the Wrestling 8 Real? Oh. Neither is this stuff. So you, you gotta, um, you, yeah, you, 800 points. 800 points? Uh, this is a similar question. Jack Black starred in Nacho Libre in 2006, <laughs> where he played a Lucha Libre wrestler. What was his character's signature move? I don't remember. <laughs> Kevin, you want to try and steal it for 400? No idea. Ah, uh, it's the anaconda squeeze. I would have never guessed. It. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm about. I saw it, it once. Kinda, it was, was kind of made up. I just know someone like threw a corn cob at somebody and ended up in their eye. Like it was really weird. <laughs> All right, Kevin, you get the last question yeah. here. I don't know if you're right. six hundred. Yeah, he can't. Yeah, but we'll can. go six hundred points. Uh, NES Pro Wrestling <laughs> had a really tough champion boss at the end. What was his name? We, we've already established. <laughs> I know Tim. Tim already knows what it is because he he played the crap out of the game. Sure did. So, so there are no real wrestlers. There yeah, are no real wrestlers. Yeah. Then I will have no idea. Okay. <laughs> the Great Puma. It is the Great Puma. So yeah. not Prince Puma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So all right. Well, Tim, you win you, our wonderful belt, our championship uh, belt. Yeah, our invasion of the podcast heavyweight championship belt. So that, next next Monday night on Raw, you'll have to defend it. Yes. yes. Like well, we'll have you on. Next I'll be a fighting year. champion. <laughs> we'll have you on next year and defend it against somebody else. But uh, I like it. But yeah, that. Uh, so anyway, Kevin, I'm sorry that um, I thought you knew. I, my, I was just destroyed that you just didn't know some of that that stuff. You know, well, was, I'm happy it wasn't a shutout. I uh, got a few. So I'm like, I'm. I'm Paul's, I, I owe like I Joe twenty bucks. Paul made him. Paul made you a sign, and he's throwing it away right now. I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'll throw your Kevin sign away. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I didn't even have Joe do my promo <laughs> stuff like Paul Heyman. <laughs> Just burn it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah, that this is a uh, this is on record our longest show that we've ever done. So we should probably get the hell out of here. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, our bad. <laughs> our bad. We didn't know more questions. Yeah. Well, that was no. It's just we always say this would be fun, and then an hour later, it's like that took way too long. So um, time management. We fun. are terrible. At yeah, it. we are hey, terrible. At least now I'm getting an entire collection of muscle figures so. <laughs> that did come from this. Yeah. Look. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably gonna. Go buy some too. Yeah, I know. So, well, I'm gonna get the ring, so we should uh, definitely meet up. <laughs> like super huge battle royal. That'll be the next year's uh, match. You'll have your muscle figures face so, off. Yeah, you can switch home my house, play muscles. Like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> kid. We'll have some boxes. We'll play some muscles. It'll be fine. Don't be jealous, Paul. 
Well, hey, I was looking at like slot cars today. I want to. I want to get a slot car track. I think that'd be hilarious. To be Did like, you see those ones you can drive with your smartphone? Yeah, I was looking at those. those are ridiculous. Yeah, and the cars are like fifty bucks each. Yeah, Whoa. but you can actually drive on a track and use your smartphone and fire missiles at each other. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's Kinda like augmented like reality, dude. Why don't we have these already? I don't they know. Also, they also have a full size poster of the entire collection. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about slot cars. Kevin's like muscles are still obsessed. <laughs> how, did your, like, how did your obsession with muscle things begin? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. 1985 Muscle Men poster. <laughs> oh. That may not be, be careful what you order. You might find something completely different. <laughs> Whoa, not what you were expecting. <laughs> right. I'm okay either way, so it's cool. <laughs> it's just a Bruce the Beefcake poster, is what it is. You just yeah. didn't realize it. Suddenly, we were talking about the Rainbow Stretch again. <laughs> yeah, right. So <laughs> the Rainbow right. Bridge, the Rainbow um, Bridge. <laughs> That's so, what it was. So, Tim, thank you for coming on the show. Yes, uh, thank you for having us. Thank you both for having and, and for so, both you guys coming on the show. Yeah, so yeah, make, make sure you guys hit up at Midwest Best Grooming Company uh, for, for all your beard needs. And I know Kevin's cooking up another episode of Radio Violenta. It's coming soon. Yep, coming next week. There nice. you go. And what, what movies are you guys watching? Um, we're still doing Menage, A Man Called Blade, and uh, the other Franco Nero one, Kioma. All right, so then like so, I know two westerns. Two, there is, that, yes. That's why I was defending westerns earlier. Be there like, we go. This don't step on my show. It's like what he's saying. <laughs> so, um, you, uh, please, everybody out there, feel free to check our, our Facebook page out, Invasion of the Podcast. We'll have a photo up of the belt that Tim won that Kevin didn't win, and so Kevin can be sad about that. Uh, we have our Twitter at Invading Podcast. We have an Instagram that I'm sure we'll put a picture of the belt up on, mm-hmm. um, and also we have. Um, there's something else I'm, I'm forgetting about as well, I'm sure. Our like, email. Our email, yes, and, and invadingpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, certainly, you know, I find us on iTunes, Stitchers. Give us give us a good review. Don't be the internet troll that I want to be. Give us good reviews, and I would greatly appreciate that. I uh, have no idea what we're talking about next week, but uh, probably, hopefully not a lot of wrestling. I think, I think I'm think i kind of wrestled yeah. out now. Um, we don't usually, wrestling is, is kind of a unique topic for us, because we usually stick in the realm of video games and movies and comic books, but this is definitely an entertainment piece that... I think a lot of people that like those things, this is part of their wheelhouse too. So, all right, so, all right guys, um, until next week, uh, have a good week, and we'll see you later. Yep. Gonna get you. <laughs>